seen you the link. All right, they're about to start recording. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> All right, it's me, Trill. <laughs> you daydreaming now? Yeah, I was. All right, I'm ready. Just say who you are. I'm Cairo. And we got Nathan on the ones and twos. And we are the storytellers. Um, what are you thinking about? <laughs> you literally sitting there staring nah, off the street uh, thinking about something. I got a phone call that... uh Was it disturbing? No, nah, it wasn't disturbing. It was unexpected. Bad timing. I'm trying to think about what we're going to talk about. I know I definitely want to get on the vaccine. And uh, probably talk some sports. But the vaccine is the biggest thing. Because okay. a lot of things came up about it. You want to finish that game about the, that, uh, talk about the video games first? Or jump right into that or what? Yeah, I mean, I do want your um, Activision account. The only thing about the video games, I mean, we were talking about how I mean, you uh, purchase a game digitally. It should be cheaper than buying a physical copy. Is it not? No. It's not. And, and most times it's more expensive. You think since it's the digital version, <clears throat> the, like, let's say you buy it from Microsoft Store, Microsoft's making the money because it's a digital copy on their store. They don't make that money. It goes straight back to the uh, the company. That's how Game Pass works. Yeah. Microsoft pays those companies for those games to give them out for free or like a discount or whatever. That's how they win they do that with the uh, EA Vault, yeah. that all those games you used to have to pay for, mm-hmm. now it's just all under Game Pass. And you have Game Pass. That's yeah. the crazy thing. Do you know that? Yeah, I know that. I use it. I think it should be cheaper. It should be, right? It should. I mean, I pay it's, it's kind of like $50. I mean, you're saving money on manufacturing. You don't have to print a physical, you don't have to create a physical copy, go to different like plastic manufacturers, paper manufacturers, printing and all that stuff. And it's not like you can make the case that, you know, if you buy a physical copy, you can resell it later on or trade it or anything because it has no value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Which, can't, you can't trade your digital uh, licenses. That's what I was going to say. You can't do that anymore. So it takes money out of the the um, consumer's pocket, too. Because I used to do it all the time. I used to buy a game, beat it, take it to GameStop or mm-hmm. the GameStop up the street, turn it back in. Me and Caden still go up to the GameStop up the street, pick up some used copies of an old game that he might want to play, beat it, and take it back. See, Game Pass is good for that. The only thing is if you're not playing like a variety of games all the time, you're not getting your money's worth. Like with me, I play two games. See, yeah. the reason Game Pass even became a thing is – Microsoft went in a way for like the people that don't know much about like games or whatnot. I sell you I sell you a system for like five hundred bucks, right? I give you Game Pass mm-hmm. that goes along with your Xbox Live Gold for like sixty bucks a month. That's how it is. It's not. You said how much? Is it like sixty bucks for y'all on Xbox? No, that's how much Xbox Live costs. Game Pass is like eighteen dollars a month. Is that included with uh, Xbox Live? Yeah. So if you buy Xbox Live, you have Xbox uh, Game Pass with it. You have Live, and then you yeah, have Game, Game Pass, Pass on top. It's like Hulu, and then you have Hulu Unlimited for no ads. It's more. Exactly. Oh, so, for the, so you have to pay the extra 18 for the... Yes, yeah. so, which is crazy. So yeah, so basically for the 18 bucks, you're giving your kid the access to a whole bunch of games that you might not have to pay for. Yeah, you're right. I so always forget about that. That's children. how Microsoft is looking at it. Yeah, you're right. Sony didn't look at it that way, and now Sony's playing catch-up with X, uh, PlayStation Now. Or do, that's what it's called, PlayStation Now? Mm-hmm. Mm. They have PlayStation Plus and then PlayStation Now. What's PlayStation Plus? PlayStation Plus is basically their online service. You pay. That's like Xbox Live. Yeah. You pay uh, your, I thought it was PSN or something. No, that's just the network all together. Okay. 
So PlayStation Plus is basically how they get online and they get PlayStation uh, games with gold. That's how there's another thing for like that. Games so we don't have games. There's no more games. Well, yeah, games with gold. They do do games with gold. Yeah. So what's it? It changes every month. It's in a rotation. Yeah, yeah. I used to do that too. Just get a different game. Well, I mean, that's month. free. Yeah, I used to check it every month to mm-hmm. see what new games because I would just I download games. That, but there's nothing but indie places. games now. The thing, fine. the thing with, but yeah, that's fine. I, I used to. That's the reason why I used to get on there because they were single player games that I can find that had a pretty good story that I would play. But the thing with Game Pass is you never know when that game's gonna come off Game Pass and you might be playing it and then it's gone the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Sony actually did a, a fix for that issue. Like that was an issue. So if you had it when, so let's say they have PlayStation Plus and you get free games every month, if you redeem it and then they take it off, since the fact that you had it back when you had PlayStation Plus, it's still free for you forever. I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> I wish Isaac was here because I do that to him all the time. <laughs> He'll be talking and I'll just be staring straight in his eyes and completely zoned out. And then after he's done, like, I'm sorry to hear nothing. <laughs> like, I know I'm looking at you, but not a word you said, Trevor. Yeah, I don't be comprehending sometimes. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so PlayStation's thing for uh, PlayStation Plus is like, let's say they decided. I was talking to you about Mafia 3 yesterday. Yes, yeah, so, game suck. <laughs> let's say they gave you that for free and you playing it and then you end up being there or whatever, or you're still playing it when they decide the month for that is over with. You still got it if you redeem it. You'll still have it for free forever in your collection. Yeah, yeah. And they never take it away from you. Yeah, that's what we have with uh, games with gold, but not with Game Pass. Yeah, so that's what PlayStation Plus is. PlayStation Plus gives you three games every month. Mm-hmm. You get to keep it forever. So they just just did the same thing game Xbox did, right? Yeah, but uh, games with gold. Games with gold, yeah. Only thing difference <laughs> is Game Pass is way better than PlayStation Now, but PlayStation Now is getting better. But why you say it's way better? Because PlayStation Now basically is the older games from like PS3. That they're putting on there mm, with some new yeah. games. They're starting to put new games on there now, but it's all Game Pass games. has some really good games on yeah. there, like games that I would buy, yeah, like Halo. Yeah. And that's the part where Game Pass come in the handy. Cause like Flight Simulator, when that game first came out, day one on there. Mm-hmm. PlayStation doesn't do day one, so like. Oh yeah, yeah, they do that with Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all next year is a whole bunch of good games coming. PlayStation. Mm-hmm. The new you said Game Pass. Oh yeah, yeah. Game Pass legit. No doubt about it. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear him yeah, with I the mic? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, for PlayStation, there's a whole bunch of games coming out. God of War, Horizon, uh, Gran Turismo for people that's into racing, Saints Row, all that stuff. Those games not gonna be on PlayStation now until like five years from now. That's corny. See, with Xbox, as soon as Halo Infinite came out, mm-hmm. immediately on there. Yeah. Back for Blood, as immediately, immediately on there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then this is Xbox. Xbox this year, when Halo Infinite come out, is day one of Game Pass. Uh, yeah, you can already pre-order. I mean, uh, not even pre-order. You, you can already pre-download. That I was just talking about for PlayStation. Pre-download is going to be day one for Game Pass as well. You have Starfield coming out next year. That's Game Pass. So it's like every game that they make from Microsoft, depending on what it is or if it's a major thing, mm-hmm. it gets put on day one. Even the uh, AAA games, like from like Ubisoft and them, mm-hmm. they get put on there like. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that was mm-hmm. Game Pass Day One. Trash. <laughs> I love how much you know about this stuff, Nathan. <clears throat> because I don't like wasting money. Oh, I thought you I'm just the like same way. sit at home and just research video games yeah, stuff. I mean, that's how it is. When you don't want to spend money and you can figure out a way around it. Heck yeah. I was told games would be 70 bucks in the next gen. 
I was like, yeah, I gotta start paying attention to this. I can't just be randomly yeah, buying yeah, games yeah. for seventy bucks. And mm-hmm. I told you, I'm the collector's guy these days. I'm the, buying the highest price ones, but the, I gotta the, make sure it's worth it. The thing with the seventy dollars and Game Pass is, how long does it take for that to pay off? Right, like. You always try to figure out math when it comes to money. But go ahead. I, I like it that you're always trying. Because I'm wondering, like... I'm legit with this. Uh, this guy I used to watch on Twitch, he said, for every dollar you spend on the game, make sure you get that amount of time back. Yeah. And it's like this. Yeah, Same thing. Play. You know the Regal and the uh, AMC card? I want to get one. But I've always had to... Because, you know, I go to matinee to pay $5. But matinee isn't even $5 anymore. Right? So, for me to go to a movie that's <clears throat> 7 $8, right... And then pay $35 for a card that allows me to go unlimited amount of times, right? I would have to go at least five times a month. And I have to tell myself, will I go five times a month to pay off, I mean, to for that unlimited thing to be worth it, you know? Because if I'm, if I'm going to a movie like once a month, that's like $8, 15 at the max. Mm-hmm. And then I'm paying $35 a month just to see one movie. That's how I am with the car wash. Like, I make sure I get my car wash every other day. If I'm going to pay $24 a month, I'm going to get my money. I might need it. But then here we go again about the, the driving around for gas, for the cheapest gas. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be doing that, John. No, see, I, I, I have a range, right? For example, we went to Pennsylvania last weekend, and uh, I was at like two miles to E. And I was coming up, I saw the sign that showed, like, you know, um, gas station coming up on the next exit, whatever. Exit, like, a mile away. We get there, I see the big sign in the air. Gas is 345. I passed that jump. <laughs> My car was screaming hey, at me. Just right. came <laughs> and kept going. <laughs> I made it to the next gas station. That was 309. <laughs> it was yeah, worth I it. That, I mean, if, it, if it's worth it, then I get it. I took did I took I'm like you man, but my, my biggest problem is the premium games get me. Like yeah. any free game, I, I pay for the cosmetics, man. See it but see that's justified. You got it for free, right? The premium well, game. Yeah. So that means you might as well spend some type of money on it. And yeah. that's where the cosmetics come. But see, Riyadh doesn't spend any money on it. Oh he and, and I get it, it's like, you know, you, you just but it's a game though. It's like if somebody gets a car, they're getting it for efficiency. They're getting back and forth to work. It's like, I don't need anything for this car. I don't need to yeah, a nice paint job. I'm just driving it back and forth to work. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, don't you want to have a nice, you know, fancy paint on it? And so then it makes it say, hey, this is my car. Yeah. Because, you know, everybody gets, anybody can buy that car. Right. And you don't want your slave. Oh, this guy beside me. Oh, his red just like mine. But I guess it's, it's different. Like, Riyadh will play, like, Riyadh play Call of Duty. He plays the same modes the same gun nothing fancy on it he's just it's all about kills whatever is the meta whatever is the most efficient but i think that's different for every person though yeah, it is like for example like i don't know i'm trying to think what i'm about i'm the same way because i don't you know i like my car i buy my car i have a specific type of car that i want but it's not like oh i have to stand out kind of thing it's more of like this is efficient for me. This is not. This is good for my pocket. This is going to get me where I need to be. This is going to house enough people for to get back and forth. You know, because like every time I get a car, I make sure I get a car that allows me to pack stuff in it. That allows me to drive with at least four or five people in it, so we can go play basketball or travel or something like that. Mm. <clears throat> so, 
for me, that's what I'm looking for in a car. Whereas you might be like, I want my car to stand out. I want this to be my car. I want people to look at this and say, oh, that's Cairo's car. And I feel like Riyadh's not like that in the video game space. But he is. Um, he'll, like, text me and be breaking down the math of, like, the, the uh, what are the rewards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything way. about that stuff. He he always asks me about it too. He does me the same way. And see, that's crazy that you're not into that sort of thing. Like Nathan will probably like you know how the Xbox rewards. If you do certain things, they give you like ten points, and each point is like ten cent. He's found a way to do it to yeah. where it compounds to where he has like a hundred ninety dollar balance for doing nothing. He like he Bing searches. He told me that. I mean, this makes sense. He broke this down for me. He was like. If you being something at least one time every single day, Microsoft gives you enough rewards to where at the end of the month you have like nine to ten dollars of rewards, and it pays, <clears> and for, it Xbox pays for Xbox Live. Now you can only do that because Xbox Live you can pay for the whole year subscription or the month. The month, the month, the month is nine something a month. So that ten dollars worth of rewards he gets, he literally pays it off every single. It pays for itself. Mm. And I was like, that's dope. That makes sense. But every morning I wake up, I don't think, let me bing something, you know? Right. And for him, it's like he goes and d- does the work for that. For me, it's like when I'm saving money, it's more like gas station right there. This one's too much. That one across the street is cheaper. Let's go there. It's not like, all right, let me find out what apps can find the, the cheapest gas. It's not like that for me. But for me, when I'm trying to save money, I'm just like, what's in front of me? What's the cheapest option or what's the most efficient op- option for me in my pocket and what I'm trying to do right now? He just goes deep dive and try to figure out how to do it. I mean, it works. It's like the coupon thing. You know, like people will get the packages in the mail for coupons and then they sort them out and say, all right, Monday we're going here to buy this and make sure we make a trip to this place to buy that because this coupon is for that place. And then we don't have to cook anything, but we can have that sit in the house. I mean, sit in the refrigerator for tomorrow. I can cook dinner with that. But tonight we have this free pizza from Domino's because of this coupon and we can do that tonight. And it's a lot of work that goes into that. And I get people that do it. It's just that for me, it's not always worth the time spending to do all that when I'm spending wait, I'm saving money in other areas that that's easier, you know? So it's funny that he, he'll say like, Hey, I don't understand why you drive to get the cheapest gas when he's doing all that work to get the cheapest Xbox live thing. And I'm like, well, you're saving money in Xbox. I'm saving money in gas. Eventually we come out even. <laughs> he's, he's so odd because it's like, so he just started working and it's like, the first thing he's saying is, Oh, I need to get some new tires. You don't need new tires. He's like, oh, well, I can get the top of the line. I'm like, but why though? Why do you have to get the X-rated? <laughs> I wish know, it was 500? here. It's crazy. And then he's like, oh, you know, I think I need some new wheels. I'm like, you don't need any of that stuff. You don't need any of that. You're just trying to spend money already. I, I, he should, he should like, write a list of things that, like, if he didn't have it today, then you just... Third people do that. I do that. Yeah, I mean... Priority list. Like, I mean, you see how I do for Black Friday. It's like I know what I want and what I need. Mm-hmm. Every week, every week I, I make a list of all the things that I need for the house. And then I buy it. You know, and that way I'm looking up coupons. The best way, even just now when I was trying to order a piece, I looked at DoorDash. You see how we was doing the math? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have to do it that way. Then I'll go to like my cash app, my bonuses, my credit cards, see what points I can use, how many miles I can get. It's like 
it may take it's, me longer to buy something, but I'm gonna make sure I get the, the see, best. See, and that's the difference is that like you did that, and I understand it, I get it. But for me, it's like Marcos is right up the street. I know medium pizzas are six dollars, and you can get another get two for twelve dollars. Boom, that's easy peasy lemon squeezy. Everybody's different. Like I will literally not shop at a place, or I will shop at a place I normally wouldn't if I can save money. Like my Halloween costume. I could easily go on Amazon and get it in two days, but I'm going to use Spirit Halloween because I get 50% off on Cash App. So it's like, might as well do something and get something that I wouldn't normally get, but save money on it. Yeah. Everybody's different, man. I but think for me, it's just, I, I, I put too much work into a lot of other things to where, like, when it comes to saving money, it's like, I'll save money the easiest way possible. Well, maybe we should do uh, a podcast dedicated to like finance and just because i would like to get an idea of how everybody uses their finances because i like to think that i'm pretty good with finances yeah all around but i think my way people may look at how i use it i heard something on uh tiktok it was like people uh, associate their finances with their uh, eating habits people who are (laughs) are really picky eaters or they're real strict account calories and stuff. That's how they are with their money. And people who are normally like, you know, morbidly obese, they just eat whatever they want, whenever they want. That's how they are with their money. They spend on whatever they want right there on the spot. And if you think about it, I thought about it. It almost lines up perfectly. Are you throwing shots at Ria right now? <laughs> no, no, but if you think about it, if you think about it, I mean, is that not a, a <laughs> It's not even real. I mean, just look at anybody. Look at anyone that you know. Um, everyone, everyone who, who, uh, even with me, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, you're right. I don't count calories, but I'm definitely picky with my money. I'm not. Cheap. That's funny. I'm thinking about that because I eat I, the same way I spend. I, I'm thinking the same way because, like, there are times where I do count calories, and those are the times where I'm like super budgeted out to the penny. Mm-hmm. But then there are times where I'm like. I really ah, forget that. it. Let's go splurge today. Yeah. Eat some good food. That's high and then there was a time like, All right, I'll go buy something for a couple hundred dollars or whatever. Right. And then it's like after you eat a whole bunch, you're like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Or after you oh, that happens sometimes too. Or after you buy something, you're like, man, I have, you know. Yo, this might be real. It is. I mean, it, it, oh, this, this is legit. It wasn't just a person. It was a, a, a psychologist. Dude, this makes sense because on a regular basis, I try to like be efficient with how I, I me and Kaden eat. Like I'll buy groceries for the week and I'll say, all right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we eating this, blah, blah, blah. Friday, we'll figure it out. Saturday, we'll probably go out and eat or something like that. And I usually do that with my bills. I'm like, all right, I know I got to pay this, 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 and the rest of this money I'm saving. This right here, I might invest or whatever. I'll just leave whatever that, it, that you know, whatever's in there. And then I get another check Friday or whatever, and then I'll figure out what to do with that or just save it or whatever. But then there are times where I'm just like, <clears throat> I just don't feel like cooking this week. And I go all out spending fast food every single day. And then there are times when my bank account, I'm just like, I pay a bunch of gas here. I'll go buy a bunch of food here. Go buy this here. I need to buy that from Amazon, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the week, I was like, man, I just wasted a couple hundred dollars this week for no reason. So I, I, I get it. I get but it. But people like that teach me less. It's like, Riyadh, one thing I will say is we're opposite the way we spend money. But sometimes I can be too strict and he can be too loose. So it's like there's times where... He always says, like with the headphones, like, yeah. man, if you want it, just buy the, the good thing that you want and buy what you want and enjoy that instead of being cheap and then buying things, you know, three, four times. I think it. that is 
that's like the the Amazon the Regal and AMC card I was talking about. Like, is it worth <clears throat> buying the thirty five dollars? Well, if in that case, you have to do the math. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like the headphones, Xbox uh, headset, right? You can buy one for sixty dollars, right? Mm. And it'll last forever. It'll do all the things you want to do. Or you can go buy the little cheap things at Walmart, and it'll last for like a month or two, and then you start like acting wonky. Then you gotta go buy another one. Right. Then by I like think, wow. four or five months, you spent right. sixty dollars anyway. And that was my problem. <laughs> I, I would buy a bunch of cheap stuff, and then after a while, it's like, man, I could have just bought the good. He paid one hundred twenty for his, and his that's is really lot. nice. And it's like, that's, you know what? Maybe I should just break down and just. I have to see it. his because his doesn't have that. that They're that. nice. I mean, they're, they're legit. They're lightweight, but they're sturdy. They're completely wireless. You just flip it down to talk, flip it back yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It folds up. They, they're black. They're sleek. They're, I mean, they're nice. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to justify that because the ones right there you are You can't 20- really justify the performance because they sound, to me, they sound the same as my $17 ones on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But when I want to get up and walk around, <coughs> they're stuck to my controller. That's it. So that's the only thing I can say. But it is it worth the 120 though? Mm, no. But there's no in between. Like you can't buy a wireless pair for yeah, like yeah, yeah. 20 or 40. That's you know? true. That's yeah. true. But I, I guess as long as my controller is wired, but then it all I'm depends good. on what you like though. And that's, I've learned that. It's like even with, when you talk about the car, it's like I get the math, but at the end of the day, it's what I like. And and, I, and that plays a big part. And I, I always overlook preference, that. Personal preference. Yeah, I always overlook that. It's like, and you taught me that, man. You said just because people do things different doesn't mean that they're wrong. I learned that from a missionary. We're not talking about sex in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I know you want to talk about it. What, what? Next topic. Oh, we're going to. Get into the nitty gritty. That's what you want to do, right? Yeah, I mean, only if you want to talk about it. If not, I don't care. You know, I mean, I want to know why you haven't got your vaccine. And just so you know, Wash got his, but I'm going to tell you why. Oh, why did he get his? It's crazy. So, our, our place of employment. You can hear him good, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, they're forcing you to get it? So, apparently, there was, I don't know if it started with a rumor. So, what happened is we're broken into two divisions. Because we're CDL, and one of the guys was like, "Well, you know, eventually all CDL drivers are gonna it's gonna be mandatory on the DOT that you have to have the vaccine." So that it was like the whisper game. It got down to our office, and it was like, "Yeah, everybody needs to have it within the next two weeks, or you can't work here." So now everybody's panicking, getting shots immediately. I call Washington, saying, "Hey, man, what you gonna do?" He was like, "Man, I'm sitting here with ice on my arm right now." <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> you punked out like that? The guy, was he not going to get it before that? No, he wasn't going to get it. He didn't have it. A lot of people didn't. Like, out of 30 guys, mm-hmm. maybe like 10 guys got their shot who wasn't going to get it. I can understand. What do they drive? Where do they drive? Where? Yeah. Just around the city. Because I can understand if, like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're make, having interaction with people <clears throat> constantly. And they're in hospitals. Yeah. Banks. That's all we do. I can understand too, like if you're driving, like there are truck drivers who drive, this is probably not your company, if that drive like to Canada or to New York and California where they, you know, they require you to have it to go into certain buildings and stuff like well, that. That's how Wash is. It makes sense. I mean, Wash is driving like to Virginia, South Carolina, Atlanta. So. Yeah, so like if Virginia said, hey, we're going to require vaccines for you to even come in this build- building or something, then. So I'll tell yeah. you this the guy that I work with, 
he wasn't going to get it because his feeling is, and he still hasn't gotten it, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. His thing was, well, I'm not going to get a vaccine because it, it violates my rights. How can you tell me that I have to do something? You tell me that I have to put something in my body. Now, so I've let me ask you this. For him, if he, if the vaccine was out there and they just say, if you want it, you can get it, would he get it then? I don't know. See, that's what I see. I feel like some people are just like, I'm not gonna get vaccinated because they're infringing on my right. And it's it's like, so there's this guy that I work with, he is this red blooded Republican. He's like, Oh, that goes against my rights. I won't do it. I'm an American. I, I, you know, I fought for this country and this and that. And I'm like, I get it. But if they tell you you have to get that vaccine, what are you gonna do? You're gonna stand by your word. He got his vaccine, and now he feels like crap. And it's like, I mean. You can't blame anyone but yourself. Like they, they literally didn't force you. They didn't put a gun to your head. You had a yeah. choice. But you thought the, that this job <clears throat> was more important than your personal values. That that God given right you were talking about. Right. Nah, so like, I think that's how they get in everybody. Because for most people that's been at a place for like so many years. And He's been there for like know. 15 years. And that's all they know. They know if they lose that job, they can't go nowhere else. And Especially. So here, here's the thing. Fired. You're right, especially a, a black guy, older guy, no degree, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's how he feeds his family, his his wife, his kids. That's all he has. But how do you feel about that? Like, if you if you're taking someone's livelihood away from them by saying, like, hey, if you don't get a vaccine, then all this is going to be taken away from you. So like I said, I have my vaccine, but my thing was, I didn't care to get it or not. I got it for my per- for for other reasons. But my thing is, Same. if if I stood by that, I'm not going to get it. But I, I'm not in the same position as other people. Like, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not, these guys, they, they have, they're paying child support. You know, a lot yeah. of them, they can't work anywhere else. They don't know, like you said, they don't know anything else. You got to make yourself more valuable to other people. One guy's like, hey, man, if they fire me, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, what? You going to do what? You don't know how to do anything. You can barely read, write. What are you going to do? That's all you know. So that's what I'm, go get your shot and I'll see you next week. But that's what I'm saying though. Like, how do you feel about a company or anybody, for that matter, just saying, hey, you know, if you don't get this vaccine, it's your choice to get it or I not. I agree. But if you don't get this vaccine, then everything's going to be taken away from you. Every- I agree. I agree with the company. I mean, I'm the type of person that says, this is America. We're capitalists. If a company says, hey, I'm not going to serve certain people because, you know, of their sexual orientation or the color of the skin, I say, go for it. This is, you're free. If you don't want to serve certain people, go for it. But there's going to be a reaction to it. Yeah. There's going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. And if you can survive, hey, more power to you. That's, That's just way. like uh, Netflix, right? With Dave right. Chappelle. Like, we, want, we choose to keep him on here. Right. and So they're basically they're, saying, hey, the audience that we're getting is more important than the audience that we're losing. And, and the employees okay that. that they lost, too. Huh? And the employees that they, they lost. They fired right. them, though. And, and they're like, hey, we can replace you. But this guy makes us money. And we've already invested too much in him. It's, this is America. It's America, baby. I mean, and it's the way the world is. Whether you like it or not, everyone has an opinion. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. But we don't have to care about it. No one has to care. Everyone gets offended. Every, we, we, we all go through it every day. Nobody cares. Some people just feel that their offenses feels. Yeah, they, they let it cripple them. Yeah, they let it cripple them. 
Yeah, some people get offended over it. And it's crazy. They're like, oh, you don't know how it feels. Like, even with Dave Chappelle, like, Dave Chappelle is like a 50-year-old black guy. What are you going to say? Oh, you don't know how it feels to go to a struggle. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay? Like, we've all gone through it. Like, we get it. So, yeah, if a company decided, if if my company told me, hey, you can't have long hair here, I don't believe in, in that either. It's like, you know, with Hooters, they're not an equal employment opportunist. Like, if Hooters look interviews a woman and says, "Hey, you're kind of fat and you're not really pretty," yeah. we're not going to hire you. So they do that. I know, and and they have every <coughs> right to do it. And then the uh, new uniform to the city making them wear. Mm-hmm. Said, hey, this is new uniform. That's it. Wear. Hey. This is how we're going to sell. If you don't want to be here, I you mean, can go work somewhere else. Like, told them, if you don't like these new uniforms, go work somewhere yeah, else. Yeah. This is our bread and butter. You can't you can't take this away from us. If men want to see that, that's what they want to see. That's that's their clientele. That's just the way of the world, man. I haven't been to Hooters in a long time. I've never been. It's, it's not, not it's, worth it. It's, it's only not. worth it to go to for the view. That's it. But then when you get for forward, what, it's like, what view? The view of the girls. Mm-hmm. You don't even see anything. I mean, they all have stockings on skin colored stockings, flesh colored stockings. I'm not a horned up, so I'm not gonna go in there. Like yeah, that. yeah, and, and it's and not. That's what it is. A lot of a lot of people go. They're older guys, and they just wanna. Yeah, that and then like. And then the people who go there thinking, oh, Hooters is the place to see some half-naked girls. Right, and they get the attention. Like, cause you, you notice how the girls, they act, they, they sit beside you and they take your order. and you know They sing happy guys. birthday to me and put their hand on my back. I was there. Yeah, I know. You don't want to tell them my birthday. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even your birthday. Was it, it wasn't. <laughs> I still got people trying to take me. Like, hey, let's go to the strip club. I'm not the food is not even good. I said, I'd rather go, if I'm going to go for the food only. But other than that, I don't want to go to the strip club. I, I left home to the strip club. We, oh, you weren't even there, were you? No. No, we was in Myrtle Beach. I mean, I didn't want to go. Oh, yeah. I already been. It's because it's like, all right. Why you tell me about that. We get it. Like, I don't need to go to a strip club anymore. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I, just realistically, buy me the hooker. <laughs> at, that, at that point. <laughs> realistically, if you get on Instagram, you've seen what a strip club is like. That's, that's it. It really is. It's not worth it. I don't I don't need a close person if I just get on my phone and just open the app and it's there. It's really like that. I mean, and I don't think people realize that. Yeah. I think too is like, like for example, if I'm like married or something, right? It's like, why do I need to go to a strip club? Why you do know? you need to cheat? And that's what I always <laughs> say. It's like, why do you need to cheat? Just take your phone to bed. Right? You'll save a lot of trouble and a lot of time. Yeah, it's so, the world we live in. People, is weird, right? I and, but see, this is why I always struggle. This is where you say just because people are think different doesn't mean they're wrong but that's what it's like i feel like i think on a straight and narrow path so it's like this though the thing is sometimes things are different that doesn't mean that it's wrong but then the thing when you talk about right and wrong you have to figure out what is your standard for right and wrong what's your objective standard for right and wrong now if they violate that then they're wrong my yeah i have my own personal morals yeah and that's why things change like for me you know, I'm a Christian, so my morals align with That's what right. I get in the Bible. Right. So I get my standard from there. And so I can look at the world and say, all right, I think that's wrong. This is wrong. That's right. That's right. And that's because I have a higher standard to, uh, a, I have a higher standard than I hold myself to and I want to hold the world accountable to. But the thing is, for me, it's like, I'm a Christian. I'm living this lifestyle and I don't do certain things or I do do certain things. And if people aren't Christian and they're doing those things, I can say, hey, I don't think that's right. But if they decide they want to go that way anyway, I'm like, you're making that choice. Mm-hmm. I can't force you to see what I see or think what I think, believe what I believe. 
But if you're going to live that life, then you're going to suffer the consequences that come from these actions that I think are wrong. And so <clears throat> it's up to you in the end. I can I can bring you to the water, but I can't make you drink it, you know? Right. So, but okay. they may not like to taste your water anyway. All right. so, so yeah. I'm glad but, you said that. So now I got a question for both of you coming from two different sides. So, Trey, I know that you're deep in it. Like, well, I'm not the devil, but I'll be the uh, devil's advocate. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's coming from a different side. He's Here like, we go. Trey is like, like deeply religious, like over everything, okay? I'm not religious. I'm just a Christian. Well, you know, man like that. That's bullshit. So here's the thing. It's funny. Okay, I'm going to let you get that to that. It's funny that I get that and I understand it and I believe in that phrase, but I feel like people do that a yeah. lot. Oh, it's a cop out. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I got I got you. So could you see yourself with somebody that does OnlyFans though as their way of living? No. As OnlyFans, you mean It depends on what, what they're doing on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. It's not just a porn well right. now it's not even a porn site at all, is it? You know, it's still, mm, there, they still they, it. it's got the business aspect to it now as well. Yeah, but, but uh, it's funny because it was the same thing. It was like, oh well, well, you know, we we have our own morals. We don't want people on here doing this. But then when people stop doing it and they stop because they're getting ad revenue off of that, so it's like, uh, kind of need that back. That's a, that's a weird thing about the world. It's like I, you're asking the wrong question. Okay, yeah, really. I'm, I'm asking in the way of saying like how trust said he don't care about certain like you're asking the wrong question. The question you need to be asking is if if we were in charge of OnlyFans. Would you let people see? Still, that's a good question. Would you still let people do that? Yeah. No. See, that's the thing. I would. That's that's the thing. Twice about because it. again, it's I like I would want my girlfriend to do it. It's it's again, it's the thing that I was talking about. I hold myself to a higher standard that I believe in. You gotta stop saying higher standard. You should say well, different. Because when you say I'm higher, talking about higher put, outside of myself, is what I mean. Okay. A standard that's outside of myself. Okay. Like if it was up to me, <clears throat> I, you you can you can talk to a Christian. They would probably say it's like. They will say, I think I heard a Christian apologist say this, Frank Turret. He was like, um, these are the standards that I hold myself to because these are God's standards. If you ask me, obviously I'll be living my life a different way because every single day we feel different. Every single day we want different things. But because I hold myself to this certain standard that's objective, then I have to look at my life and say, all right, right now I want this thing that I don't believe is good. So I'm going to turn my back on that and hold myself to that standard that I believe in. Mm. But if there was no standard that I believed in up there, then, of course, every single day I'd be doing different things. My morals would change with the money, with the what I feel that morning, how my emotions are, with my depression, with how happy I am, with what relationships I have. you know. And that's what I feel like happens in the world today. It's like Amazon. Amazon didn't care anything about Black Lives Matter until last year when they got all that money from it, right? Because it's a business. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I feel like that happens in people's personal lives, too. Well, then let's do this. I like this. So let's let's do a rapid fire. So how do you feel about legalizing marijuana? No problem with it. You don't have a problem with that? No. What about prostitution? Um, I don't like prostitution for a lot of different reasons. <clears throat> Legalized prostitution won't make it better for the girls. Because I, I know a lot about, like, girls who did prostitution, girls who were sex slaves, and girls who did porn. Well, no, and I said prostitution. I didn't say sex slaves. I know, but prostitution, a lot of them, it's a form no, of sex slavery. No, but, but I... I 
I, I specifically asked about prostitution, like volunteer, voluntarily. I'm not saying sex slave. I'm saying, how do you feel about a woman being able to, or, or a man being able to sell their body for money? Well, then that's legal everywhere. I don't think it should be legal, but it's legal still. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not legal, but you, if you can't be on the side of the street and sell yeah. your body. Yeah. I mean, escorting is legal. Escorting because of the, the fine print. Escorting just means your time. You're selling your time. Pornography is legal? Because... It, pornography is only illegal to record in certain states, but it's not still not the same though. They're not selling their body; they're selling the, so the image. What you're, what you're I'm asking about prostitution? I, I, I hear you. Anymore. I hear you. But when you say prostitution, I mean, I'm if thinking, you stand on, if you go on the corner of the street and pick up a woman and she sells you sex. All right. Now, how is that different from doing that and then pulling out a camera and recording it? Because if I'm looking at it, if I'm paying for for someone else, it's not the same as me buying her to have sex with her. It's a huge difference. Say that one more time. If you're, you're comparing looking at porn to picking up a prostitute. No, I'm comparing having sex for money to having sex for money. No, the, 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 the oh, okay, you're saying the lady who's doing it is... She gets paid to have sex. The only difference is there's a camera involved. Am I right or am I wrong I mean, about this? You're right about you're right. that, I mean, you're right about that, but I guess that one's considered film. It's the only difference I see is location. One is on the street, one is in the studio. Not to mention, we right. do yeah. know that there are pornos where you pick girls up off the street and do it in the car. Yeah, but this is all acting, though. It's acting, but where do they get those girls from? These are runaway girls. They're actors. These are girls. It or not, it's, it's an art. It's, it's an act. I mean, so, it's, it's acting. But listen, these girls we know, like, they have casting couches. They pick these girls up because these girls, like, no, they don't work. really have casting couches. Guys, you're so green. They don't, it's not really a casting couch. It's part of the show. I'm, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the, the actual videos that they make. I'm talking they about have agents. No, I'm, I'm talking about girls who come green into porn. These girls come, they don't just, hey, let me. Most of them don't come. <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about sex on this podcast. <laughs> We're in too deep. <laughs> um, but no, I, I don't agree with. See, the problem is. The, the problem is, you have this mentality that if people don't live the way you live, then it's shame on them. No, I don't, I don't see shame on them. How do you feel about pornography? I mean, how do you feel about prostitution? <laughs> Are they not? Okay, never mind, never mind. Never. It, because, I mean, we're separating them for... No, I get what you're saying. I was just thinking about, it's funny how you confuse one for the other one. I, was no, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. You're right, but but you see what I'm I'm saying, With prostitution. The legalization of it, or... Yeah, do you think it should be legal? I mean, at this point, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at... Do you have a problem with it being legal? If a woman wants to, if a woman or man wants to sleep with fifty million dudes and get paid for it, it doesn't does nothing to me. Their body, their choice. I mean, that's the problem. All right. Now, speaking of which, how do you feel about abortion? We already talked about that last episode. Yeah, we did we? That last one. Yeah. Did we? You wasn't here for it. Um, but again, prostitution though. <clears throat> Listen, prostitution. If it's going to be illegal, then I can't do anything about it. If you ask me, do I want it to be illegal? Of course not. But that's because of the different things that go into I'm saying if you was the king of the world, would you allow it? No. 
Okay, given that answer, then no, because I know what stems from that. I mean, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about the the, the trauma. But if you can make profit off of it, would you? No. no. I mean, that's no because like because said, listen, this is my thing. When you talk about prostitution, you got to think about what goes into prostitution. People who are suffering, people who develop trauma from it and stuff like that, it's not like it's a pretty business to get into. And even if you make it legal, it's still not a pretty business to get into. Just like I'm talking about pornography. There are a lot of girls who get out of pornography because of the trauma that's involved and because of the abuse that's involved and stuff. And so when you talk about legalizing prostitution because you can make money off of it, that's like making money so off ab- people's trauma. What about stripping? People make money off people's trauma all the time. The last that doesn't make album, it right, though. The, rap, the last rap album you buy, you think this guy? What do you think this guy is talking about? It's I haven't bought a rap album in like ten See, years. You're being too. <laughs> I'm joking about that, but but that's him making his music it's to get art. away from the trauma. It's it's art. It's like you said, it's art. That's not like. That's how they deal with it. Maybe that's how the women deal with it. Maybe that's that's all they know. That's the only way they can cope. So dealing with trauma by making it sounds weird to you but to them it's, it's normal i think that's probably where we probably need a female on the, on the podcast to tell yeah yeah but so, and i have a friend who i wanted to be on the podcast and she would agree with me on this because of that because like you're, you're talking about that's the way they would deal with it that's like saying like a girl who's abused in the domestic you know her boyfriend's beating on her her way to deal with it is to stay with him how does that help her at all and then you're asking me what if you were making money off her being abused by him? Would you allow it then? No, I wouldn't. I would still get her out of the household. You can't save all these hoes, man. <laughs> you, you, you can't. You can't. <laughs> He's stupid. No, I'm, I, I mean, but a part of me is serious. It's like you, you seem like you just I mean, do so much good. But no, see, that's the thing is I well, know well, I that, can't. Listen, here's well, the thing. If that's the case, then, then this whole thing with Dave Chappelle, then – do you stand up for for the LGBTQ community? I'm standing with Dave on that. Well, why? Well, well, well he just made made all this money from picking on all these these innocent people. He made his jokes. money from telling jokes. It's innocent jokes. It's yeah. not like well, well, porno is just innocent sex. That's what you think. Well, okay, that's what you think. Okay, because you can't tell people not to be offended. I'm not telling people not to be offended. You can you can be offended. I get offended, but that doesn't stop me. So you so, you can you tell me right now. Me and you we tell jokes, right? Yeah. We go at each other all the time, right? Right. You tell jokes that I'm not particularly fond of. Okay. I can get offended by it. Okay. But do I do I cry to you? Do I get mad at you? Do I fight you? Do I try I to cancel care. you? I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care, right? So so when so, so, no, 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 so listen, making... so listen. So when you offend me with a joke, right? Mm-hmm. I don't shut down your entire life. I don't try I to get it. you lose no, your job. Sure I don't do any of that. You know why? It's because I took offense, and I have to deal with so, that. I have to learn how to not be so offended by that. Right. So why can't you do the same thing when it comes to pornography? We what do you don't mean? want you to shut down. If you were the king, you're gonna shut it down because oh, well, these women are the. I, I'm offended. These these women, you know, they're going through these traumas and stuff. So <laughs> let them suck. <laughs> Let, let them deal with it. That's something that you have to swallow. The book. <laughs> he loves these puns, man. It's, it's, I mean, you know I'm right. It's, you, no, you no, I feel like you're you're using that in that sense because I bet if this was close. Listen, I think if this was closer to home, then your excuse tune, me? your tune would change. Oh. 
What's, are you calling me a porn or? <laughs> are you calling me a uh, can I do porn or am I training? I think you're doing both. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So like, the thing is like with Dave is like telling jokes and then being offended by those jokes. I can turn the TV off, right? Right. You just shut your phone off too. I knew you were gonna say that. So that's what that's what I was getting to. Is that when it comes to porn? I, I wish I knew what you guys were talking about as far as the abortion thing. Because I'm pretty sure my views would have been completely different from the rest of you. Yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So <clears throat> when it comes to like the porn and stuff, like like you said, you can turn your phone off for that too. The thing is, what's stopping? Let's say if you're the king of the world, like you were saying, right? If you're king of the world, would you stop Dave from making those jokes? No. And you wouldn't stop um, prostitution either? You would no. allow it to be legal, right? I would allow everything to be legal except for murder, rape. What's everything? I mean, I like, mean basically, the, I would let the world be the way it is except for murder. You would allow like embezzling and stuff like that? If they get away with it, we, I mean, if that's the case, we have cops. That, that. Well, if that, I say, well, no, there's no, racketeering is gone. But now we have no need for accountants or anyone that's going to, you know, look into that. If, if I say you're not allowed to murder, just like that, it's, it's physically impossible. What do we need cops for? Well, you're saying that's different. You're, you're, you're playing God at that point. You're talking about making it not exist at all. So, okay. So I'm not God. I'm the king. So. If I King is putting them in, in, in putting, putting in place rules. a law okay. so that people can't do this thing, but if but also enforcing also enforcing the consequences. If I, if, if I was president, I mean, yeah, everything would be the way it is. I mean, this is this is much you can make it. You mean we're, like we're current laws right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there, there's small things that could be changed, but that's just you know, Republican Democrat, you know. We're all going to have our different feels about that. But other than that, well, I mean, what would you change? I'd pretty much leave it. I mean, gambling? Kind of would you, would you, you know? No, I'm, like you're saying, you're, you're asking me about okay, so prostitution. You like gam- How is that any different from gambling, though? People have addictions what and problems. Mean? They gamble away their houses and everything. And you would still Prostitution allow- is the same as gambling? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, is, is it not? So you're saying a person who has a gambling addiction... Is, is no worse than someone who's prostituting? I'm trying to figure out how these two line up. I mean, if a person... So you're saying it's okay for someone to go out and gamble, but it's not okay for someone to, to go pick up a hooker. No, I'm saying it's, it's okay for someone to go out there and spend money that they have and not okay for a girl to go out down the street feel the need to sell her body because she doesn't have any other thing to do. But what if what if it's an escort business and if it's profitable? I mean, that's like you said, that's in the fine print. That's legal. Okay, well then let's use escort. So you you're okay with escort service? I'm not okay with it, but I can't make it illegal because escorts they have a business. It's not like they're out there just selling their body because they're well, down and out and broke. Casinos and these games that that target people who are down on their luck. And they take that into problems. their own hands when they go and do that. Well, Just like escorts. Is prostitution not the same thing? No, see, that's what I'm saying. So, like, prostitution. 
when we talk about prostitution, we're talking about the women who are out there on the street because they're struggling, don't have anything to do. The only way they can make money have is take care of them. Have you ever been to Vegas? I mean, you, you've seen the people who's on the side of the street who don't have any money and they're just looking for it's a legal so they there. go pay the machine and hope to get lucky. The same thing with people who go and buy scratch-offs. They're, they're down on their luck. That's, that is their, their, their saving grace. That, that is their last thing that, that, the last line of defense. They need to hit the lottery. I mean, mm. I've seen it. Like Everyone in my family, like I, I know my aunt, she's been playing the lottery every day. It's like, lady, if you just get a job and you just save your money, you would have made all the money that you're trying to hit on the lottery. And if you hit the lottery, you've been so bad with your money your whole life. What are you going to do with the money? You wouldn't even know. So you're saying the people who are gambling are down on their luck. What do you think God is doing right now when he looks over at everybody on earth? What do you think he says? He says, you think he's saying, I need to... Fix this and fix that and fix that. No. He's saying, you all have a mind of your own. Do what you're going to do. Regulate it as you will. Yeah, he puts his law in place. And if you Commandments. Don't, yeah, if you don't abide by them, then, that's, then you have an ultimate consequence. Well, Which, what about no, the president? You think the president thinks he can fix every problem? No, and I don't think you should put it on him to fix every problem either. That's why I said, like, these are laws you put in place. You're, you're asking me if I should allow it to be illegal. I'm saying no, but just not saying make it um, happen, like change it. But, I can't say that I can change it. In, in this world, it's just like Caden, right? I can raise him until he's 18 years old and mm -hmm. say these are the things I want you to do. These are the things I don't want you to do with your life. But when he leaves my house, that's ultimately up to him. Right, so, but what you're doing is like saying, oh, after you turn 18, I still want to have control over what you No, do. I'm not. I'm saying, hey, Kaden, these are the rules that I, I have in place for you. I hope you would keep to these rules, but when you get out of my household, then you ultimately do what you so want to do. It's just like this. So, Kaden be a prostitute, uh, what are you going to say? I'm going to say, Kaden, you shouldn't be a prostitute, but I can't make him not be a prostitute. Well, there's a difference between making it illegal and then making it a suggestion that you can't do it. Yeah, because you can't make something legal in an adult's life that when they're well, out of, well, well, that's my point. When you're like, not in position to do that. Like, prostitution is illegal. Yeah. You can't do it. But should they be allowed, should they be given the option to, to be able to? That free will, should they be allowed to do it? They already do. They already have that. That's not the point, but they, they're breaking the law when they do it. I'm no, saying, yeah, you just ask. Yes. You just, you just. I'm saying, should it should it be against the law? Do you believe it should be against I the law? I just said, yes. So if Caden says, I want to go be a uh, prostitute, then you're, you're not saying, I don't think it's a good idea. You're saying, you can't do that. As it's a, as you a like as a president of the United States. As, as his father. As his father, I can't do that. I'm Like I said, as a you have to be in a position of... Uh, you have that's to be what I'm trying to compare. It's like, it, it doesn't matter what, what your position is. If you say, hey, this is illegal, you it, can't do it. It does, because as a parent, what can I do if Caden is prostituting? Okay, so as a president, you're you're saying, as a president, if he gets caught, then he can go to jail, right? right? Mm -hmm. And then hopefully, what I would do as a president is have some steps in place to get him on his feet, so he doesn't have to do it. But as a parent, I can't make him go to jail for doing. I mean, I can probably call the police or something like that, but I can't make him as a parent go to jail for prostituting. I can only talk to him and see whatever I can do to help him not do that anymore, or not, you know, feel the need to do that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like those are different, two different roles. I'm a parent and president are two different roles. So they have two different things that they can and can't do. I mean, I, I get it. I, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think you really 
understand what I'm saying. It's like try to explain it to me because I, I, I'm what I'm saying is everyone should have free will, and I'm saying they do. They don't because if you say something is illegal and, it, and Carol, you can't, we do just it. talked about God, right? God has ten commandments, right? Mm. He put those in place and say follow these, right? Mm. But we have free will, right? Do we follow those every day? I'm saying without consequence. Then that's not the same thing. Or there should be that's, natural consequence. That's not free. What you're saying is like, should we allow people to do whatever they want to do, or should we? Um, do what I'm saying is like put rules in place and say, all right, these are the rules. You can do whatever you want to do, but understand that there are consequences. And you're saying we should not have those consequences coming from no, us. I'm saying you should. There should be natural consequences. And what kind of natural consequences? Like we were saying, if, if you don't want to serve a certain person in your business, that's fine. But if they start to boycott your business and you go out of business, then that's a natural consequence. All right, so now. What's the natural consequence of prostitution? I mean, everything that comes with it. You know, eventually you'll get used and abused and you'll lose your way in life and, you know, you'll outgrow the business and, you you know, you won't be, your product isn't profitable anymore. Okay. And you're saying the natural consequence of gambling is like losing your house and yeah, losing yeah, your family and all that stuff, money, right? Your, your your way of life and, you know, being out on the street. Okay. But and I feel like people should have that free will to do that if they want. You can't regulate their life. Right. Literally. And, I mean, by saying if you do it, even if you win, you're going to jail. If, if you embezzle money, even if it's profitable, you're going to jail. But, I, you know, I believe that that... I, now, in that I, case, I, understand, I believe... I understand what you're saying. Now, you embezzlement and, and, you know, cheating the system like that, I believe that should be illegal because in that case, you're hurting other people. You're well, stealing from other people. Yeah. Like, you can't rob a bank. It's not like, you know, when you play sports... You can pull somebody or you can push somebody. If the ref didn't see it, then it's, you know, legit. But if you're cheating, like legitimate, like cheating, and you don't get caught, then you still cheated. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I get what you're saying when you talk about the natural consequences when it comes to prostitution and gambling. Because prostitution, the girl is hurting herself. and That's it. Right. And in gambling, the person is hurting themselves and Even possibly their a family. Drug, a drug, <laughs> Well, yeah, well, yeah, like if you're, yeah, you can't hurt your family by gambling, especially if you're the breadwinner. But <laughs> excuse me, so I see what you're saying there, and I just feel like, and you might be right by, by about that, but and, and, but and then I you, think that you if think, you do that though, for me, helping someone else, not even hurting themselves, is okay. But but something but worth there's doing another too. dynamic to it. So as far as gambling, you're only looking at the people who are being hurt by it. But what about people who are who are good at it and they're making profit off it, or the casinos who are making profit off it, or even like FanDuel and stuff like that? Now you're saying nobody can do it just because some idiot is has a problem and he's losing all of his money. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm talking not... about you. I'm saying because the the person that is losing their money, yeah, yeah, yeah. he messes it up for everybody. Right. So that circumstance that you're talking about, I don't necessarily have a problem with that because those people can make money in other ways. Right. If it if if making so in prostitution, there's a pimp, or mm-hmm. you know there's a pimp, but there's also the the uh, people who's producing the um, the videos for porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are legitimate studios. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, it's just it's it's all its own economy at, at some point. And if yeah, you cut yeah, it off, yeah. then it's like those people don't have a way. Even the drug dealers, like if they make marijuana legal. Now the the drug dealers on the street, they're kind of out of out of luck now. 
economy yeah. has to compete with big so, businesses. But then that's what I'm saying. It's like when it comes to stuff like that, then those people have to learn how to adapt, right? Like right. if if we make <clears throat> marijuana or legal, actual consequences, which is learning to adapt, right? If you make marijuana illegal, right? I mean, sorry, if you make marijuana legal in the United States all across the board. Mm-hmm. Every single drug dealer that sells weed for a living will have to learn how to adapt. They're probably going to have to start working at the marijuana store. You're right. And that, I don't see that being bad. They have to cut their costs. I, yeah, I don't see that. I don't see that being a bad consequence. It isn't. No. But what I do see being a bad consequence is, and I agree with you with the whole gambling thing. It's like a guy losing his home and his wife and kids don't have a place to stay, and they and she ends up divorcing him, leaving him to go, you know, stay with her parents because they just lost him home because he just gambled it away or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or prostitution getting used and abused. I care about that person. Yeah, I, I, and I understand that, but it's like they should have the free will to make that mistake. You can't. You can't. You don't have enough time in your life to try and worry about other people's lives. Yeah, you do. I do it all the time. That's the reason you're here right now. Am I right or am I wrong? I mean, I, I guess you're right. I mean, like, when do you have time for yourself? I have time for myself right now, too. I mean, I, I'm a single parent. I raise a son. I have time to care about his life and care about mine. I pay rent in this house because I care about mine and I care about my son's life and I care about my, my roommate's life, right? I made this podcast so me, you, Isaac, and Nathan can hopefully have something grow to where we can quit our jobs. That's caring about my life and care about your life. The two things aren't mutually exclusive. I can't like that. If I go to buy a pizza right now, I don't go buy that pizza just for me and then come home. It's like, man, I'm sorry. I couldn't buy pizza for y'all too. You know what I mean? Like, I can live a life caring about other people and caring about myself as well. I can take care of myself. Now, the problem yeah, comes... On the, way home, on the way home, when you're bringing that pizza, If you're, how many people are you passing in the street who haven't eaten for days? Do you stop and give each one of them a slice? Because by the time you get home, there's going to be no pizza left for your family. It depends what happens. Because, like, for example, I used to do this thing where I go to uh, Dollar Tree, pack up a bag full of stuff, and drop off whenever I see somebody homeless. That didn't stop me from living my life or caring about me and my son, did it? That's mighty Christian of you. I mean, I that's, that's just loving your neighbor. I mean, that's as simple as that. I literally don't know my neighbors. Wouldn't know if I... If I, I actually want to get to know my neighbor across the street. Yesterday we got here, and he was bumping some rap music. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know he was like that. <laughs> I want to go over there and introduce myself. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're... we're it's funny, I mean, it's just like last episode when you were here. I said, Kyra, I feel like you're selfish a lot. And what you're saying there's right now. There's nothing wrong with caring about yourself. There's nothing wrong with caring putting about yourself. yourself before the, everyone else. No, the thing is, when you're talking about selfish, selfish is not just caring about yourself or caring about yourself before anyone else. It's about caring about yourself and forget what everybody else has going on. I can care about myself, right? Like I say, if I'm buying that piece, I can care about myself. And think about eating that pizza when I get home, but also look at everybody else in this household who hasn't eaten yet. And that's why I would ask, hey, are y'all hungry? Hey, do y'all want some pizza? Hey, what kind of pizza do you want? Even if I have to take a sacrifice and you don't like pepperoni or you're allergic to pork or you're a Muslim and don't want to eat pork or something, and you say, I only use cheese. I hate cheese pizza. But I will get that because we both get to eat pizza. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. I do. I get what you're saying. Now, the difference is this. If I say, 
all right, this person needs a place to stay and they can live with me. But if they live with me, then I know that they're going to bring all these other people who are trying to kill them to the to my front door. And my son lives right there. My son is right. Room is literally right by the front door. Mm. That's the first room they get to. That's a different story, because at that point, I have to take into account that bringing this person into my home when they're not planning on making a change in their lifestyle is going to put me, my roommate, and my son, and whoever else that comes to my house in jeopardy every single day. Now I have to think about those neighbors and myself. This one person, I can still help them from a distance, but I don't have to bring them into my household. But the way that you're talking is like, I don't even want to associate with this person at all because I don't want to have to deal with it. And so for me, it's like, if I see a, a homeless person on the side of the street, I'm not going to bring them to my house and have them living with me and like shower them up and, and get them a job and stuff. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing to do, but I can't, I can't fiscally, I can't emotionally and, and all that stuff do that right now especially being a single parent and I have a job like three or four jobs I got to do too. Right. But what I can do is make up these bags, give them some food, give them um, pencil and paper, give them different options. For pencil and paper for a homeless person. Yeah. To write what? First the see, that's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't look into this. You go talk to a homeless person. They can use pencil and paper to write down phone numbers because they have to go ask to borrow somebody's phone when they need to call someone. They can write down addresses. They can write down different places they need, they want to go get help at. Like you go to homeless shelter, some of them can only take homeless people in during the wintertime. So when they're there for the wintertime, they have a place to stay, but then it starts to get warm outside. They got to go back out on the streets and they need different things to live right out on the leash. So I, in the bag, I put in a can opener. You know how many times homeless people find cans and they got to find a way to get it open? I feel like you just are just putting shanks in prisoners' hands. They're like, anyway. They're going to write down a list of all the people they're going to kill with that can open. With the <laughs> just go around and with the can open. <laughs> Wait, you got snagged on something. <laughs> no, but you you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I take the time to figure out who this person is and what they need. And then see if I can, if I'm capable of helping. If I can't help them, then see, I can't help them. That's why we them. can never get in contact with you, because you're always. No, that's not people. true. You can't get in contact with me because y'all choose not getting. If, if you call me or text me or something, then I'll call you or text you back when I get a chance to. But think about it this way: How many times have I been to y'all's house in like the last, let's just say, three years? I mean, it's three years. I mean, a lot, a good amount. How many times have y'all been to my house? I don't think we guys ever been here. Never. You see what I'm saying? I take that time to go see y'all, but how often do y'all come see me? See that look on his face. That's that thing I'm talking about. I can I, I can thought, I never thought he'd I can about care about myself and still come see y'all and spend time with y'all. But how often do y'all care about yourself? And then I even even, even, even well it's not I mean that's the way it is. It's not going to kill me if y'all come over here or don't come over here. But even the fact that, like, if we decide to do something, think about this. Riyadh will say, hey, let's go see a movie. Cool. I'll start looking at movies. What movie theater do we always go to? The one 
And how many times do I have to say, all right, well, I can't make it because that's too far. And by the time I get back home, it'll be past Kate and bedtime or I, I, whatever the case may be. Now, Riyad is definitely selfish, but he's a narcissist. Same I mean, thing. I, I understand. That's why whenever we play basketball, I try to say, hey, instead of you coming over to over the park road. Well, that just started recently. Steps. This has yeah, been happening well, I mean, for years, though. Well, I know, but it, I didn't notice it. I tell you all the time, like you know, it's like a forty. Y'all say let's go play basketball when we get off work. It's like well, four or five why, o'clock. I'm like, listen, four or five o'clock. You know, it's gonna take me like four or five minutes to get there, and then by the time I get there, it's gonna be almost dark, and then we're gonna play for a little bit. Then I gotta travel forty five minutes back home. That's why I try to make you know try to make my way out here. Yeah, so there's a difference though. Is that I think about that stuff before you even have to say that, before you even have to say, well, I can't do this up. That's why, I ask, for example, when the podcast, I say, hey, what days are y'all available? What times are y'all available? Right? That's why we didn't do the podcast for so many different weeks is because I have to get everybody on the same page. And that's if why it, I tried to make it my, my number one priority to get out here. I wasn't going to cancel because I know how, how you, you know, put everything together. I, this, I, you have such a small window. Because, yeah, again, it's like I understand what I need. What I need, not necessarily all the things I want. Like if it was everything that I want, then a lot of things would be different. But I understand what I need to get to the next day or to get to the next step. And I just need to figure out what everybody else needs too. So I can care about myself and care about other people. The problem comes is when I start to care about myself and what I want and forget about what I need. Because if I get everything that I want, then we probably wouldn't have a podcast right now. You know, I'll probably be doing this on my own or something like that because I understand that we can't do this every single week because people have different schedules and stuff like that or we can't do it at the same time every single week and by the way I'm I'm always good like this time 11 o'clock on Saturday perfect I'm not doing anything else I'm up I'm ready to go yeah Friday nights I'm tired after work I really do want to get Riyadh here I want to get everybody here on the day Riyadh if, if I think if if I had known that we was going to start late, I could have got over there and got Riyadh ready. I don't know why he was tired, to be honest. Because he's on a regular schedule. He's working. So. Yeah. And he went to sleep last night. So. I don't mind. I just want him. It That's another thing. Him, That's the thing with Riyadh, too, is that I want to get this going to a consistent consistently so that we know that we have something, right? Because like, literally tomorrow this could all go away because we may not be dedicated to it, right? But I wanted to be consistent to the point where it's like... If one person's gone, you can have the next person. Yeah, not only that, but also, like, it's just here. Like, it's in your head mentally. Oh, Saturday morning, I'm doing this. Mm. You know, like, you wake... You know what your oh, work yeah, schedule yeah. is, right? Yeah. I wanted to be like... Like, I know almost every Monday at 7 o'clock, I go to Bible study. I know that in my head. Anytime you say, hey, what you doing Monday? I was like, well, I got Bible study Monday. That's already there. I want this to be like that for us. And when we get it to that point, I know I can get Riyadh in it. Because Riyadh right now, I know if I say, hey, let's do the podcast on this day or that time or whatever, he's going to be like, all right, I'll see. And then I'll be waiting for him. And then he'll wake up like five hours later. Oh, you should have called me. I didn't. Riyadh did call you. <laughs> you know, that's that's what he does. So I wanted this to be like a thing where we can keep rolling to where me and him, when we do our podcast, I know that he'll be there because it will be this thing that he knows is like you know who would be really good on here who denzel oh yeah yeah yeah. no i'm saying (laughs) oh yeah you're right yeah heck yeah yeah denzel would be 
chef kiss. <laughs> just thinking about it. That's another thing Me I want to do. We have a lot of the same opinions, probably. Well, I like. But I think it'd be good me and Riyadh and you and Nate because you guys seem to side on you know have the same opinion. No, nah, Nate is di- different sometimes. Me and yeah, Isaac have a different. Sometimes. Me and Isaac have uh, the same view a lot, but we're different. I think we're different on the vaccine stuff. But it's good to have different perspectives, like you said. It would be good to have a female one. That's why I wanted. You know, Isaac's a white guy, so it's like he he does. Yeah. It's certain things that he may not be able to relate to, but there's also certain things that he can bring light to that we wouldn't even. Look yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Uh, Riyadh, believe it or not, I mean, just the fact that he's so different and extreme. Like the only reason you and I have a good back and forth is because we're complete opposites. But we agree on a lot of things too, though. So the things that we agree on are normally surprising to me. Yeah, same here. Yeah, it is. Do you remember that talk we had, that text we had when we were talking about uh, 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 investments and stuff, stock market, when you were, like, telling me how to do something, or you were telling me, like, hey, you should jump into this and, like, spend some money here or whatever, and I was like, Kyra, how do you know this? Do you remember what your reply was? Uh, (laughs) Was it something like... I'm smart, or you don't think I'm smart? Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was funny. Because I knew you, immediately, I knew your brain was like, "It's gonna be a fight." Because <laughs> yeah. you were like, "You were like, Katrina, I know you think I'm stupid, <laughs> but listen to me. I know about this stuff. Just because you think I'm stupid doesn't mean I'm stupid about everything." Right. And I was like, "Carol, shut up. I'm asking a genuine question. <laughs> How right. do you know? I want to know because I want to learn." And then you were like, "Oh." <laughs> I had to put my guard down. <laughs> Here we go. Where's you was ready to fight, boy. <laughs> that was funny, though. I remember, like, thinking that, like, just because we have these arguments going back and forth. It's not really arguments. It's just, I mean, we disagree with things. And... We do, but I think sometimes, too, you poke the bear. I do. Sometimes. Yeah, you do. I mean, but it's not poking the bear. I, I play devil's advocate because I, I genuinely want to know how your brain works. And I do that with anyone. When people get so defensive and they can't explain themselves, and then it's like, what's the purpose of even having this debate if you don't even stand by what you believe in? And that's my whole thing with the vaccine. Like, when I was talking to Wash, it's like, you're doing all of this, but what are you standing on? You have no ground to stand on because as soon as something happens, you're going to flip. And then you're like a cow. And and, and, and there's a loss of respect there. Now, I will say the guy who... On his part or your part? On my part. Because it's like, what respect? Because it's like, well, you're saying I'm not getting this vaccine. I don't, I have my reasons. It's my personal reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, because me personally, if you don't want to get the vaccine, hey, man, more power to you. I respect that. But stand by your word. Yeah, and that's what I was telling you about me. It's like, that's how I am. And and I believe you. I, I, I don't second guess you at all. I just when I was asking you, I just wanted to know what your reason was. Yeah, it was it to me. It wasn't any like, oh, I'm Republican and yeah. I I well, these take away my right. And that's what I'm saying. Like those people who say that's like and it's and it's cool. And then it's how like, does that make well, sense? You you uh, don't believe in it, but you have a business, and now all of a sudden you're gonna you know exercise the mask mandate. I mean, you're punking out. Yeah. yeah we, these it's, guys went and got their shots. Now they walking around, man. I'm doing. I'm shut. Shut up. No, no, I don't hear anything you gotta say anymore. Not, not you big and bad. Go, go put a bandaid on your arm. You, you, I just don't get it. So now you got a little Ninja Turtles bandaid. On yeah, your arm. And, and it's, it's like, I, and I lost so much respect. And and it's crazy because the guy that that didn't get it. It's not to say I didn't respect him, but he was the type of guy that I thought uh, he kept to his guns. 
No, he was the guy I thought was going to punk out immediately. Mm-hmm. But that man was looking for other jobs and he was ready to go. And I was like, so you're really serious about this. And if you leave this job over that, you probably, and he's like, yeah, I know you probably think I'm stupid. And I was like, you have no idea. Like, I respect you more than anyone here now because yeah. you stood by your guns. <clears throat> it's, it's your, you're more important than anything else on this earth. And especially a job. But these other guys, they act all big and bad. But at the end, end of the day, you're going to do this for, what, $15 an hour? Like, uh, That's how I feel. About, I mean, like, I feel that way when, like, um, you hear about the Joe Rogan thing? With uh, him taking ivermectin when he got um, COVID? <clears throat> no. So he was, uh, he. Uh, I think so. I think you sent me, like, a TikTok or something. Oh, and he when he was like, uh, "Whose body are we in?" It was like the vaccine. It was like, uh, "Yes, we've infiltrated another body. Whose body is this?" And then the secretary was like, uh, "A Rogan Joe." <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the the vaccine was like, "What'd you say?" <laughs> he was like, "All right, everybody, get out." <laughs> no, that wasn't me. I didn't send that to you. That's funny though. Yeah. Let's take a break real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what happened with Joe? So what you just said reminded me of this because Joe Rogan got COVID. A little while ago and then he got online telling people about he had it and how he felt and stuff and like this is he might not be able to do the show or whatever and he just gave a list of different things that the doctor gave him he was like the doctor prescribed me ivermectin he put me on um monoclonal i think that's how you say it um uh whatever it is and just all this other stuff he was saying and he's like so far i'm feeling good guys so hopefully we'll be back to it soon blah 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 right he had covid for like three days and got over it really fast and m- relatively minor symptoms, right? Mm. And he felt good. And then CNN was like, uh, Joe Rogan is telling you to take horse dewormer <laughs> to get over COVID. I can't believe he, why would he tell people to take horse dewormer? Joe Rogan is taking horse dewormer, blah, blah, blah. And that's ivermectin. So that is a medicine that was prescribed by his doctor, right? And it's used for human beings. But, of course, there's, a, like, a different... I don't know if it's different. I think it's, like, more or something of it where they use it for horses. It's, a like, an anti-parasitic kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they use that for horses. And he's like, why would they say I'm using a horse? Do- why are they saying that I use this stuff when that's not true? And I don't even know if that's the thing that got me better. <laughs> I didn't say people should go out and buy a horse deworming off the shelf and shove it in their body. And so... He had um, Sanjay Gupta from uh, CNN on his show recently. I didn't watch the whole thing, so I don't know about that. But this is the thing that I was thinking about just now, what you were saying, is that Sanjay came on his show, Joe Rogan's show. He's a medical expert, I guess, or a doctor or something like that. And Joe was talking to him about, like, why would you be with this? Like, why why are you supporting this company, your company who... Is telling lies about me, blah, 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 right? And the thing for me is like, people will put their all into a company and stand behind them, even if they don't believe in that thing themselves. And like, <clears throat> it's like well, your allegiance is, should not be with that company, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm talking about is like, when you talk about these guys who went out and got the COVID vaccine, as soon as they learn they can lose a job, it's like, why would you fighting it in the first place? Right. So your 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 allegiance was to me and my rights and blah blah blah. blah. But as soon as they say you might lose your job, then that show your allegiance was to the job. Right. 
So like, if your allegiance is really to your rights and stuff, you would have like the other guy would have went out and looked for another job. Just like Sunjay and CNN It's like, listen, I know Joe Rogan isn't saying people should take horse deworming. I know Joe Rogan isn't doing this. Why are y'all saying this? And if y'all want to like cancel me or fire me or something, so be it. But I'm gonna stand up and tell the truth about right. it. But no, that's not what he did. He has to try to defend his people because that's where he works and he knows that this is his livelihood and he can't lose this so he has to go with that lie and the crazy thing is the people who took the shot for their job it's like do y'all not realize like just yesterday they were gonna fire you for not taking the shot so that's how important you are to them that if you don't have a vaccine they will fire you and hire somebody who does but you're gonna show your allegiance to the job by Compromising your body, not not even compromising your body, but I mean, in their mind, compromising yeah, their body and, and compromising their rights. your own morals and rights. I mean, if that's the case, just shut up about it. Yeah, I mean, you, so I won't see. <clears throat> I can't say anything about Washington. He never gave any reasoning. He just never did it. So I can't say anything to him. But there was guys who were just adamant about it. Like I'm not getting this shot. These are my rights. Uh, you know, I fought for this country, and it's like I respect that. But stand by it. Yeah. I ended up getting the shot. Not because of my job, though. I just got tired of being bigger. Me too. My, my, my mom and granddad. I was going to say that. Every time he came in. Oh, he's, he's and, and still at the end of the day, it's like, I have no reason to not get it. So it's like, I, I literally was on route and I went to um, uh, CVS. I was servicing them. And I was like, how long does it take for me to get my shot and and can I it was an easy thing to do, right? They was like, you can get it right now, and you can go about your day. My d- dad told me this. I didn't know it because I didn't plan on getting it, but I didn't know that it was even free. That's how yes. little they I didn't even about check my insurance. No, they they didn't even check my ID. That's the part that when I went, they asked me for insurance card and my ID, and then I gave it the label. Carol, they didn't check your insurance or your ID. They didn't check my ID. She asked me for my name. I didn't have an appointment or anything. You sure you got a vaccine? <laughs> you probably got a, a good they, little dose of crack. They, they wrote it down and everything, and I finished my route. They, they gave me a shot of water. Let's see what happened. My man gave you, shot you with some hair. <laughs> shot you with some hair, and they gave you a car that said vaccine. I don't know. My hair started changing colors <laughs> the next day. Which one did you get? Huh? Which one did you get? Jackson. Moderna. Moderna? Yeah. Okay. This was recent. This was June and July. Hmm. You got that Jackson and Jackson, you know, the one on the corner <laughs> <Jackson> street. <laughs> <laughs> Make you grow a get Jerry curl. Make you want to slap your mom. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I said J&J. All right, we'll see. I really wanted the J&J because just one shot, one time only. Then that's when all the side effects. Yeah, I wait. Listen, did you, did you feel any side effects? The only thing I had was the arm thing, but that was it. Was your arm time. hurt? Yeah, that was on like two days and that was it. Uh... That's how it was with me the first time. The second time, I was actually fatigued the next day. Yeah, that's what happened to Michael. My roommate, he got it <clears throat> the first time. He's like, it just sore. It don't do anything. But that second one, it took him out for like a day or two. I mean, I didn't feel bad or anything. I was just tired. Like, I felt like I could have slept 24 hours See, a day. that's the thing. The first time I had it, like I said, no side effect. The only thing is I couldn't lift my arm. And that yeah. was my fault because that day, I literally, I think I came here afterwards. Well, mine wasn't bad because I was working. I had my arm down. So, I never had, like, movement. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, mine didn't hurt until I, I went to sleep and then I woke up and it was sore. I rolled over and I was like, oh, that yeah, is right. That was with me. But I was working the whole day. Yeah, so. see, that was me the next day because I slept like this. Mm-hmm. And then I knew when I went down and I came with that. Yeah, that was what happened. Mm-hmm. But then the second <clears> shot, however, it was like, the shot hurt like the same day, but then the next days, 
that was fun. I feel like everybody said it's supposed to be worse the second time. I feel like it was worse the first time. Yeah, I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. Don't get me wrong. I didn't feel bad. I was just I was just sleepy. I was tired. My main thing was like the whole like they asked you like, well, did you have this 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 in the past seven days? I was like, ma'am, how do you know I'm like toast intolerant? I could have took a dump like yesterday, and you asked me, did I take a bath? They asked you all that? Yeah, like. Carl, I'm telling you, that Jackson Jackson you got. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't ask me anything. I had to answer like a list of questions before I even go like. This man went to oh, the China oh, okay, store. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. I did fill out some paperwork. Just I did like, fill out the paperwork. Yeah. Oh, you just not remembering that? <laughs> so, like, when it was, you like, sure you fill out paperwork? I don't I don't remember. Okay, it like, it'll ask you, like, are you allergic to such and such, such and such? And then you'd be like, no, they're like, what happened in the past seven What did she ask you? Would you allergic to what? It was like some type of medicine. And I was like, no, I don't have any, like, those type of allergies. She's like, well, have you had sore throat, stuffy nose? She did. She asked me if I had allergies. I like, remember that. diarrhea or anything in the past couple Do y'all have allergies? I was like, nah. Do I get allergies? Yeah. Sometimes. Like, I, I had them uh, real bad at the, early, at the beginning of the week. But See, I, don't I take Claritin, and then I'm good for a week. You take a lot of medicine, too. I don't have allergies. But I swear my I don't. I take my prescription medicine. I mean, if I have a headache, I'm going to take a Tylenol. Yeah, but I remember, like... I would see you like three times a week, and every time I see you, you're just like, I need to take a talk. Remember that time you were taking sleeping pills just to go to sleep? No, that wasn't me. That's real. I never take sleeping pills. No, you were taking sleeping pills. No, I never take sleeping pills. Yeah, it's the reason why I make that joke about you is because you were taking sleeping pills all the time. Nah, I I think you had me, because Ria worries me, because he takes sleeping pills to sleep. Yeah, I know he does now. But I mean, I probably probably asked him for one, but I don't. Sleeping pills, if I take one, it makes me drowsy. And I don't have a problem this, sleeping. Like if this, I take a, I, the only reason I would take a sleeping pill is if, if I'm, I can't think of a reason. I didn't know sleeping pills were supposed to make you drowsy. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. They'll, if you take a sleeping pill, they'll make you drowsy the next day. No. Like you don't. You oh, don't, you mean after you sleep? Yeah, you're not. Yeah, like, they uh, make like you, you groggy. They make yeah, you groggy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just like I used to take Zequil, and that junk make you sleep hard, and you wake up, it's hard to get yeah, up I think out of bed. That's the only thing I've ever taken. So like nothing like melatonin or anything like that. Um, that's what that's what's in though, right? Just a high dose of melatonin. Uh, I don't know. I think that's all it is, just melatonin. But other than that, no. Yeah, that Zequil was some junk though, man. That yeah, see, my thing is, I can't take that. I would have no reason to. If I if I take it at night at eight o'clock, if I wake up at ten o'clock the next day, I'm still gonna be groggy the whole day. It's gonna ruin my whole day. That's equal to put you out, boy. Yeah, if I take Benadryl, it'll put me out. See, I don't like taking medicine that much. See, that's what you mean. Like, if, if, if I have allergies, I'm going to take a Benadryl. If I have a headache, I'm going to take a Tylenol. If my stomach hurts, I'm going to take Tylenol. Yeah, and that's the difference with me. Like, I don't, I wouldn't take anything. For any, I mean, obviously, like, if I have an allergic reaction or something, that's different. But, like, yeah. if it's something that I feel like my body can take care of and I can just sleep it away or something, I don't right. See, I'm, I'm not like that. I don't take medicine. Yeah, and, I, and I've noticed as I've gotten older that a lot of people are like that and that I'm actually the anomaly. Well, I'm I'm in the, <coughs> the minority. Yeah, you should do it like real quick. You're like, I think I'm getting a headache and then you'll just pop a tile. Yeah. I was like, I'm still let like that, that junk go. Like, let it live a little well, bit. Well, now that I've gotten well, a older. Another thing, like, too, is that now you. Caffeine. Yeah, you know why you're getting headaches, right. too. Right, and that, and that helps a lot, too. Like, uh, it's funny. I was just talking to Riyadh uh, last night, and uh, I remember I went to the emergency room when uh, I. Twice I was in Virginia and my throat locked up. I was having allergies go bad and I've never felt that before. My throat locked up and it was getting worse. I couldn't chew my food and I was having a hard time breathing. So I went to the emergency room. Like an ambulance came and picked me up. Mm. 
and I and I couldn't breathe. And it was like, well, you're experiencing allergies, but I think a lot of it is just anxiety too because you don't know what's going on, and it feels a lot worse than what it is. So they put me on a steroid and stuff, and uh, they they prescribed me a you know like Zyrtec over the counter, like yeah. But then it was like, if you ever feel this way, just take an allergy medicine. Like you're feeling a disconnect between your ear and your jaw because it's like you're getting leakage and it's getting in your throat, and then it's making your throat swell up. So I, it happened. It's funny. It happened Monday, and I I was experiencing. It and I was like, all right, I'm not panicking because I know what's wrong and I yeah, know yeah. what I have to do. So <clears throat> I took um I took a Tylenol for for muscle relaxer, and then I took um uh, Zyrtec, and. Oh, you know what else I think? I used to think, I'm sorry, not used to think. Uh, another thing I think about you, but it happens all the time, and I used to think about it all the time, is that like you always talk about different ailments that you had and stuff. Well, like I'm, me, I'm neurotic though. Yeah, I know. So this one sounds like I feel like you always talking about your stomach this and your head that and this and that, your back that. I'm like, Kyle, you're taking so much medicine all the time. You're not even giving your body a chance to learn how to fight this stuff off. That's true, but I also <clears throat> I don't just. Talk. I mean, I go to the doctor too. I go to the doctor twice a, twice a year. Yeah, and, and I get checked. I don't. I I'm the type of person that if I feel bad, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do therapy. I'm gonna talk to somebody. I hear you. So here's the thing, though. Like going to the doctor, I get it, and I approve. Go to the doctor, do what you gotta do, because you never know what could be wrong with you. But also, you gotta remember too, a doctor's job is to see a. Di- oh bunch of different patients every single day and you yeah. come in there with something that say oh my stomach hurt they're just going to prescribe you something real quick That's you true. say my head hurt they're just going to prescribe you something really quick and then you're going to be out the door <clears throat> so you have a, a stomach thing going on tomorrow you decide to go to the doctor you go to them they're going to say all right boom this should make you feel better you take this for two weeks or whatever you get out the door guess what five months later you have a stomach thing you come to them they're going to do the same thing and then you're just going to be not giving your body a chance to figure out what's going on. You're just going to be pumping yourself with different drugs and trying to get rid of it. And then what's going to happen is next time that thing come back, it's going to be stronger. It's going to be harder to get rid of. And <clears throat> not saying that's a case for every single person, but that does happen when you don't give your body a chance to, your immune system a chance to, you know, yeah, I get adapt. Um, really quick. Can we talk about Stephen A. Smith? Yeah, man, we got to wrap it up because I got to Have you been watching his show, First Take? Uh, I normally catch it on my break. You do? Yeah. You still do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm watching First Take, yeah. I don't I watch it anymore. I just can't get it. I only it. watch because I'm at work and when they have it on ESPN. So yeah. I, I, I actually watch it every day. I, I have been watching Max Key and um, Jay Will, though. Who? Max Key and Jay Will. You know Max Kellerman, right? Yeah, he's not on. He's not. Yeah, so but, Stephen A. Smith has been having like a variety of people. I know Fridays he has Tim T. <clears throat> yeah, and then he has um, uh, Michael Irvin on Wednesdays, I believe. And then is it Kendrick Perkins? I don't know. I literally haven't like touched that show since Max was gone. Do you like Max like that? It's not even that I like him. I didn't know this. I will watch the show with them on there because they talk about sports, right? I want to hear about mm-hmm. sports and stuff. But then Max went over there to Jay Will and them, and I just found myself listening to their stuff more. And I think I realized. When you say Jay Will, you're talking about Jason Williams? Jason Williams. OG Jason Williams? No, yeah, 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 Jason Williams. And um, um, dang, what's his name? Key. I know I just say Key, but I can't even think of his name right now. Keenan Johnson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Keon Johnson. Um, but I just found myself uh, watching him more. And whenever I do Keyshawn hear Johnson. Keyshawn, yeah, that's what it's Keyshawn. And I would hear, I would catch myself like listening to something Stephen A. Smith says, and I'm just like, I realized I will watch Max. I watched first take when when Max was on there because Max gave some pretty good information. He would talk about different things. Sometimes he would go way left field and give a take that was crazy. Like when he was saying like Giannis was the best basketball player in the league or like crazy. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the best basketball player today. Like stuff like that. He would say, and it's obvious because he's like, I got to get my, 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 you know, my crazy take out there. But I realized Stephen A. Smith is only good for entertainment, like Pretty banter. Pretty much. And so when I'm 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 trying to listen about some sports, like I'm trying to find out what's going on with the Chargers because I'm always looking about news about them every single week. Key and and Jay Will and them and and Mike Max, good stuff, right? I go over to Stephen A. Smith. He's yelling at somebody again. I'm like. Why? Do, why really do we watch this? Or topics. Like he, he just sits there he and gets obnoxious or anything like that. I know, but he has saying. his sources though. Can't forget, he always say I have forget my them sources. sources. Listen, this man. Somebody I, in the background told me this. He also, does have that though. He really does. Oh, I believe he knows a lot of people. He's been in the game for a long time. I believe he he knows a lot of people and can get some information. Like if there's a trade going down or something like that. Not only that, but I'm sure a lot of players feel comfortable talking to him. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to like. Right. When it comes to like talking about the game or the different sports, I just I think I lost respect for him because I realized that the people he's been talking to, even if when it was with Skip, it was somebody who brought like facts to the table or someone who was like breaking down the game or something. And I realized he he never did that. He's never played. He never did that on any of the shows he's been on. And so like I watch um. You know, I watch UFC, right? I love UFC. This man came on there and was talking about this is last year, I think, when when Cowboy Cerrone fought um McGregor, right? <clears throat> you said EOC? EOC. UFC. Yeah, you were saying EOC, weren't you? I don't know. UFC. He was saying EOC, but I understand what you're trying to say. Okay. Okay, UFC. Uh anyway, he, he so he was fighting him, right? And Connor beat him in the first round, and and Stephen like the first minute, didn't he? Yeah, and he was beating him. And the thing is, is like Donald Trump been in the game for a long time and all that stuff. And then <laughs> Stephen A. Smith gets up there and says something like, "Donald Trump didn't show me anything tonight." Blah blah blah. And I just I'm just disappointed. And you know he was just saying, making it look like Donald Trump was a terrible fighter and that you know he shouldn't be doing it anymore. And I'm like. Do you even know what you're looking at? Connor did a great job. It wasn't that Donald Cerrone was a bad fighter. Connor did a great job in this fight. And that's why he won that fast. And then it's funny because you see the other commentators standing up there beside him. They're just looking at him like, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's there just for entertainment. He has yeah, the I face know, and man. the voice. But again, that's all part of the business. So yeah. You can't be mad. No, no, no. I mean, He's I, the highest paid person in ESPN. You know, it's funny. That might change because his his show lost a lot of ratings since Max left. Yeah, I heard. And they're probably going to end up giving him a, uh, what you call it, too. His, his own, own show? show? He could. Yeah. He could run one. I, I really want to see him back in boxing. Though. I, I would like to see Stephen A. Smith have a night like 
uh, late night show. He said he wants to have it like, uh, you know, Leno, like literally having his guests. Be that, he could do that. That's and his thing. I think thing. that would be good. Just him asking like Scott, questions. Like Scott Van Pelt. Is uh, it Scott Van Pelt? Yeah. Late SVP? Night, ESPN Late Night, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Something I think like that, that would be good. And him have people on. That yeah. would be great. That's his alley. It is. That way he can ask questions. Then he can, he can bring, do the, ba- the banter. And he can bring on like a Max so or people. somebody like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much what he's trying to do right now in prime time. That's what he's trying to do. But he wants it to be late night. Yeah, so he's doing that right now in prime time. And that's what he should be late Because he's getting exposed. I mean, look at uh, Shannon Sharp is, is great, man. Hey, that dude's funny. Hey, you hear he about what DK stuff. said to him? Who? He was a uh, DK Mega. made up. Yeah, yeah. DK caught a pass on the sideline, right? He needed to get out of bounds, but he decided it'll be smart to try to get a little extra yards. Mm-hmm. And he tried it and lost the fumble, right? <clears throat> I think they lost the game. I don't remember. But um, <laughs> Sharp. Man, I got to get rid of um, Tyler Lockett. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. What's happening there? Anyway. Russ? Yeah, that's true. Did you see his finger? I seen it when it happened. That was crazy, right? Yeah. And he was trying to come back he, in the he game. Put it, he put it back together. He was trying to come back in the game with that. Oh, they didn't finger. let him come back. No, they didn't. He was trying to. But though. somebody else did at the same time, the same day, didn't they? Somebody broke their finger the same day, and he, they popped it back together, and they came back in the game. Maybe dislocated, but his finger yeah. was like, yeah, his is broken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Shannon Sharp said something on Twitter, like, um, he's like, "What was DK thinking? You know, you got to make smart plays or something like that." And DK was he talked some junk. I think he said something like, um, he was like he was like kind of he went down the lane of like stay in your lane, you know, I'm playing sport like who like kinda like, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he was kinda like saying like, stay there, you keep commenting, you keep watching from afar or something like that, let me do my job or something like that. And then somebody I think it was the Cleveland Browns or somebody. Oh no, no, it was Denver Broncos. They was like we heard somebody needed the resume of Shannon Sharp, and it showed all his Pro Bowls, all his Super Bowls, and all this stuff. And then DK replied later, he was like, "Yeah, you're right. I should probably take take some notes." Yeah, sheesh. <laughs> like, like that's that's why that's why you have to to, to have played the game. Yeah. To, to commentate. Yeah. Because people do that with Skip all the time. It's like, oh, uh, see, you don't know. You never played the game. And I used to, I used to hate that. They do that. They do that with uh, um, Stephen A. Smith. And it's like, why do you have these guys on here? Yeah. But I love it when they, when, when they have someone like Kurt Warner on there, and it's like, mind your tone. Because this funny. guy's forgotten more than what you'll ever learn. So, so it's funny. Me and somebody was talking about um, <clears throat> Tony Romo and how he's a great I, commentator. Tony, listen, he kills from, it right from the number from the top. It's it's funny you you hear these voices like Marv Albert and you hear these guys are like Man, yeah when did these guys first get on I can't imagine anyone else besides him and it's like how does it feel when someone new gets on and then you get kind of acclimated to that Tony Romo from the first the first time he got on there it's like. I can, we're going to be listening to this guy for the next 30, 40 years. This guy is so good, man. Like, the thing about him, too, he's a quarterback, uh, a, <clears throat> a bona fide quarterback. I he thought it gets was a gimmick. You, but, but, right. You know how, like, everyone saw this. I still listen to it. I'm like, this, I, I already know his voice. It's like, that's Tony. So the thing is, like, when you when they first brought him, you think, oh, they're just bringing a, a veteran or, like, mm-hmm. a, a retired player or something like that. Yeah, you, they you, like, they I do mean, it every uh, once in a while. Peyton Manning. And they brought him in, and I was like, 
Yo, this dude could do this forever. And he's explaining it to us. Yeah. To things that we don't know. He's like, this is why they're going to do that. They're going to pull this guy down. And he's bluffing. And right now, they're playing chess. The, the the quarterback is the captain. And the linebacker is the captain. And right now, they're playing chess right now. You guys don't realize it. Yeah, there was a quarterback. I mean, there was a, a team. I can't remember who it was that did a... Uh, I wish was I can't remember it, who it was. I think it was like last week. It was, was it not Tom Brady? Where he's like, see, Tom Brady's seen everything. No, 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 no. It was a play. So it was a team. I don't remember who it was, but they did a play. <clears throat> and I think there was a false start in the play. Tom Brady, I mean, not Tom Brady. Uh, uh, Tony Romo was like, hey, that play right there, that's a touchdown if they threw that. But it was a false start. So they didn't do the play. It was the Cowboys. Yeah. That, that's the same play I was talking about. He's like, this, he was like, Tony, what were they going to do? He's like, so this is what was going to happen. They were drawing everybody. He was like, you see the receiver? Do you do that on a, um, on a uh, running play? No, that receiver was going downfield. Yeah. So if it was a running play, he's getting ready to block yeah. it. He's dragging him across. And then, and like, then four plays the later, four plays later. Yeah, like, four plays oh, later. And by the way, this was a play that they were right. <laughs> yeah. Four plays later, he did a play action pass. That same receiver did the same route, threw it to him, touched out, won the game. He's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that play you were talking about, right? Yeah, Tony's exactly. like, yes, it went exactly how I said it was going to go. <laughs> exactly. It, it was the Cowboys, right? It was... Um, I think uh, it was. C.D. Lamb, right? I think so. Because they won the game off that play. That's crazy. Like, that's, the play. that's what I like to and, see. And I was, that, that, yeah, he, you know what? That was the game because he had... Because Dak Prescott threw a touchdown. It was like, this is the Cowboys, like, uh, 100,000 touchdown or something like that. It was mm. like, do you ever wonder how many of those you have? And he was like, I already know the exact number. <laughs> I'm like, man, this guy... You know what I think, uh, really quick... I think LeBron James is the best basketball player in basketball right now. But you know, I think is is underrated for other players that people don't see. You remember that that press conference when um Where LeBron Le- went back and said all yeah. this stuff. Tony it's, Romo's that guy. It's funny because I'm like, everybody was so impressed by it, and I'm like, this is basketball. These are professionals. Every point guard in the league can do that. I don't think so. Ask Steph Curry to do that. I bet he can. You said every point guard. Steph Curry is like the best point guard. Well, I'm talking like obviously he's a starting point guard. That's their job think, is to I understand like what's Rondo going on, on the floor. Yeah, that's their job to understand what's going on on the floor. I don't think John Morant can do that. Probably not yet, but he will get yeah, to that of point. Course. Yeah, I mean, this is not. A, it was funny how people thought, oh, he's a super brain person. Like, nah, players I mean, do I this. Think, I don't think most people could do that. I think there's probably like 20 people who can do that. No. I, I give or take at least two people on every team. At least two people on every team. Okay, two people on every team. I give. Wait, you. that's still twenty, ain't it? <laughs> oh no, that's a little bit more. Yeah. So no. <laughs> okay, all right. I give you that. Like two people on every team, give or take. But I don't think that's as rare. As I don't you. think Lamelo can do that. I mean, not you, yet. I bet he can. Uh, not yet. No, I bet he can do that. Because he makes a lot of dumb plays, so yeah. I think you you can make that. a dumb play, but still remember why you made a dumb play. That's how you I don't get think better. Lamelo looks back at stuff like that without having a coach look at him on film. I, you listen. think a coach goes to LeBron and says, "This is what you did wrong." This, this no, no, because he does it himself. Right. I think uh, Lamelo needs that. Lamelo I think someone sits down with LeMelo and says, "Hey, yet. this is what you're doing wrong." Now, I, look at Lamelo's growth since he was a kid. That proves right there that he was able to look at something and I say, mean, "All right, I messed up. Maybe. Let me change it." You can tell certain guys are just just freaks, and then certain guys. Are I bet. Just smart I bet Russell Westbrook can't do that. Absolutely not. No, but I, not. Steve Nash can do it. Uh, Chris Paul definitely can do it. Look at the guys that you're naming. I know. I know. I'm, I'm going. I'm going from top to lowest tier. <clears throat> so who do you think is the lowest guy that could do something like Somebody that? Somebody like De'Aaron Fox. I don't think he can do it. I think he'd do it to a certain I think extent. If, I think if guys like De'Aaron Fox could do it, it would take him from being a good player to a star. Just that simple. I'm hesitant to say he's a really good player. I think he, I think De'Aaron Fox is a good player. He's good, but I, I, and there's no doubt in my mind that Luca knows everything that's going on. Oh yeah, Luca's every there. second of the game. Um, 
Yeah, I think Lamelo Ball. You're not gonna there. tell me DeAndre Jordan knows. No, no. There are centers who I think like Tim Duncan used to be. A, I'm pretty of sure he could course. do it. Every, see, that's what makes. I can't think of anybody. Right. I'm pretty sure the starting five could have done it. Who? The that that the Spurs? Spurs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then again, they won like what four championships with them. I'm I'm looking at like Golden State. Same thing. I feel like all yeah. them could do it too. I mean, you know Draymond knows. Oh, definitely. Draymond knows Look, when he's walking listen, in the locker room Dr- what's going on. Draymond knows a play from three years ago. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. And he's just waiting for that player to come yeah. next to him so he can say it to him yeah, out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's players like that. I mean, that that separates the men from the boys. Alec Bolt. <clears throat> so you, didn't, you don't know anything about what happened? No. Um... So I don't know a whole lot, but you know how um, in movies they shoot blanks and stuff, right? The actors shoot blanks from the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his prop gun went off. Yeah. And it was like a Brandon Lee situation. Well, right? it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not like it's like a, a, a prop gun's like something fake that just it doesn't even have a trigger and stuff like that. Right. The thing is with guns, you actually shoot a real gun. It just has blanks. And I think some guns are made to only shoot blanks. But the thing is, with a blank, it can still be lethal. No, it can't. Yeah, it can. A blank? Yeah, yes. Because sometimes that strap mechanism it can sometimes get stuck it, in there. And if you shoot another one after it, it'll shoot that up as a projectile. And that's what makes it dangerous. That's what happens with blanks. So you're supposed to, every time you shoot it, <clears> also, you if you put, take it and clean it. Or make if sure you, Put a blank. If you put a gun to your head with a blanket, it can still blow your brains out. I mean, well, not like a a bullet would, but it can still kill you, right? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's what happened with him. Is that he? We're was, talking about a blank, mm-hmm. not, yes. not a, a BB. Yes, a blank. A, a bean bag. Yeah. A rubber a blank. 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 Not a rubber. A empty. A empty shell. Yes. So he did. He he shot it, and I don't know where the, the cinematographer was or anything, but like it hit her and killed her what yes yes can you like can you think about how traumatized he is from that like you've been doing stuff like this your entire life and just one time you murder i mean well, let's not say murder but he killed somebody man poor alec man He's i know so much. He, he might retire after this dude i i can't see my i could i couldn't see myself acting anymore after accidentally killing some, gosh man that's terrible how did it kill her so was it somebody on scene or was it behind? She was, um, she's a cinematographer, so she was probably holding the camera. He's probably pointing at the camera or towards that area or something like that. Whatever happened, it hit her somehow and killed her. Now, I don't know if she was shot like in the heart or in the stomach and head or whatever, but she's dead. Ugh, man, that's just terrible. It's just thinking about it. I hope nothing else comes out. I hope it's just a freak accident because that's yeah. a freak accident. Even shrapnel, I mean, it would have to be a lot. It would have to be close. It would have to hit you right in the right spot. But what are you doing in that situation? Like, if you're the actor and you see a person go down after pulling the trigger. I want to know how that happened. I want to know what happened. How, how could that be possible? Nathan, see if you can look it up. And who who's at fault for that? Google it. Uh, yeah, so I'm wondering if it's the prop guy's fault. I mean, could they see the gun? I mean... Mm. Also, like, think how about... How does that happen? This is kind of morbid, but what's going on in her head, too, as she gets shot by a blank? What's going on in her head? I mean, it's probably a bunch of shrapnel. I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's the girl? Yeah. Oh, man, she's beautiful. 
Man, Alec Baldwin really isn't aging well, huh? Read it to us, Nathan. What's happening? Anything? Does it give us, like, what happened? What uh, is it? Yeah. It says that somebody yelled a uh, cold gun, which in the film industry is basically saying that the gun... You got to add, man. Is, is, uh, is, has no live rounds in it. Yeah. So ain't nobody expected nothing to be inside the gun. But then after he shot it... Okay, so an assistant director hand, handed Alec Baldwin a prop firearm and yelled, code gun, before the actor fired and killed. It's, it sounds terrible when you say it that way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, before he fired and killed cinematographer Hallier Hutchins and injured director Joel. Oh, he shot two people with one bullet? I mean, one shell? Joel Souza, <clears throat> according to court document, court document, dang. Um, the gun, the cold gun warrant was meant that according to the affidavit, Baldwin was handed one of the three prop guns by assistant director David Halls that were set up in the. No, no, there were. Oh, live rounds in the gun. Uh, he did not know there were live rounds in the gun. Why are there live rounds on set in general? So it was the uh, prop director's fault because he's yeah, supposed to he check says it. Cold gun. And he told it it was a cold gun saying that there's nothing in there. And Dang. If there's live rounds, what yeah. do you mean live rounds? What's the per- like? That's what I'm saying. Why is there live rounds on set with a movie? What do you need that for? Why would there for? ever be live rounds? Why, wh- wh- yeah. It's what what would question. ever be the need? She got hit in the chest. Damn. The only way you would need live rounds if you want to see what's what he's hitting. Like yeah, like if you're shooting, shooting off it, like if I want to shoot the fence in my backyard and I need to see the bullet hit the fence, right? That's it. But even then, some use people rubber. use well that, or they use um, little explosions. You know how like they put explosions in people's vests right, to right. shoot. I that, like they that. got but shot. That's if you're shooting somebody, if you're yeah, shooting yeah, yeah. a person, but if you're shooting <clears throat> live rounds, like and want to know something else? Well, what? According to uh, three other crew members that had recently quit this uh, set. There was two other incidents before Thursday. But what were they had anything to do with Alec Baldwin? It doesn't say that. It's this is what it says. Three crew members who was last seen on the weekend told the Times that there were two accidental prop gun discharges before Thursday. And people are quitting. What? Yeah. So this is like not like, oh, this is a free acting. It's like a, a thing, oh, this yeah. has happened before. It's like an OSHA violation. Yeah. And that's also another thing. It was saying before Thursday shooting, some crew members quit the production over concerns related to safety, including gun inspections and COVID-19 protocols. Yikes. So, yeah. yeah. So, apparently something like that happened already twice before. All right, now, we're, we're putting this podcast on the internet. So, <laughs> where are we getting that? Where are we getting that information from? This is coming from Is it CNN? CNN? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Let me ask you a question about that, though. Did anybody, like... Uh, was it the COVID protocols? Were they like anything involving the ivermectin? COVID protocols. <laughs> ivermectin. Killed a person <laughs> on set. Are you talking about COVID protocols? No, I was just talking about we got this from CNN. They had probably had some. We'll how make did sure. he kill two people? I mean, how did how does he? The other person did, did they? The, did the bullet go through her chest or? She got she got hit in the chest. Did it go through I, and I, hit someone else? What, I don't think it says. It just says. Was it like pa 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 or pow? It says, right. but when the actor fired the gun, a live round hit Hutchins, 42 in the chest, and wounded Souza, 48, who was nearby, according to the affidavit. Yeah, it didn't say where it hit him mm-hmm. or him. Jeez. Dang. Yeah. 
I don't understand why there are live rounds there. Anything, nothing's gonna happen to Alec Baldwin. Yeah, but the thing is too, like at the beginning of this conversation, I felt bad for him. I still do, but if if you've had multiple incidents already before that even happened, like, don't you accept some type of accountability? I mean, if they were involved in him, you know, should have been stricter on the protocol. But yeah, I guess because I'm. It says he wasn't the one that shot it. It says the rounds were accidentally shot, accidentally fired October 16th, but Baldwin's stunt double, and he was told that the gun was closed. Where are you getting this from again? CNN. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of mixed up going on. I guess it'll get clearer as the days go on, but then again, they might change the story. You never know. What should really be happening is... Uh, Research on the company that's actually filming this movie because uh, the film production company told Deadline in a statement that it was not notified of official complaints regarding weapon or prop safety on the set. You know what's going to happen, right? This movie's going to come out and it's going to blow up because everybody want to see the movie that Alan Baldwin shot somebody on. Um, That's crazy, man. Oh, yeah. Dang, there was something else we were going to be talking about just now. I think that's it. I mean, Alec Baldwin killed somebody. Alec Baldwin just killed somebody. Man, he is definitely the worst Baldwin brother. I mean, at this point, it's just... That makes him the worst? Killing somebody does. Yeah. Is he the one with the, the daughter that... Yeah, he left all strange. those voicemails. And, and Yo. He also he, went off on, a, on the guy on... He's... He, I don't even think he's allowed to be on the airplane anymore. Yo, he might already be the worst. Yeah, he, Before yeah, yeah. this, he, he this is unredeemable yeah. now, right? I mean, he spent the majority of his of his career being Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Amy, Amy, um, I mean Tina Fey can save him from this. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no child's gonna be able to write a script that can redeem him. <laughs> he's out of he, here. Yikes. Really quick, just to make me think about cars, Mellow Ball. Do you think the Hornets going to playoffs this year? Yeah, I mean, we barely missed it last year. I think this is a year. And man. I think they're letting an extra team in, right? The plan. No, they're still doing the play in, right? Yeah, they're, they're still doing that play in thing. They're not going to get rid of that. Yeah, that's that's. They're not going to get rid of it. I, I don't have a problem with that. Actually. I like it, actually. A lot of people has a problem with that because for those people that's playing in, if you lose one game or if you're in the last two spots and you lose that one game and it takes you out. No, but but it isn't the last two. It's it's a ninth spot. It's like four it's play, like four teams, yeah. I think, right? Right. So it's not so it's a bonus. It's all so, the teams who legitimately get in, get in, and then it's the, the bonus spot is yeah. the ninth team, right? But remember how it used to be, you play your season to gain either the eighth or ninth spot, but mm-hmm. now you're eighth and ninth spot if no matter how you play, now you have to play in and a team that has a bit worse record than you. If they saw well, that's the whole right. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... But that's not for the eighth spot. That's for the ninth spot. Yeah. And that's how most people felt about that last year. Yeah, so, so. what's the purpose? I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a free, it's a free spot. Know, some people are saying it's the, you know, continue playing pointless games, injuries, and stuff like that. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't think it's pointless because that's the whole point of that playoff yeah, that, system. That so for it not to be yeah. pointless. Right. Like, if, 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 for example, if you're... Intense spot, right? Mm-hmm. Then the rest of your games for the rest of the season is pointless. Mm-hmm. But if you, you have a chance to, to play in, it. yeah, it's not pointless anymore. For those people, you get them a chance to fun to fight for. It. So yeah, I see where it's, it's meaningful to some people. Some people just don't see it that way. 
I like it. I think it's. I, I, like to, I prefer it gives it, people like us a chance. It's like it reminds me of like March Madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Even the, the sorriest team still has a chance. Still, yeah, get in there and then do something. <laughs> Yeah, or unknown that's how you get the Cinderella team. Yeah, yeah, even if yeah. they just go yeah. far. I mean, even like uh, uh, who who made it in last year? Was it? I mean, Marquette did it one year. No, no, I'm talking about um in the playing for NBA. Um, was it the Grizzlies? It the Bla- well, I the Trailblazers end up doing something, right? I can't remember, but one of those teams ended up playing, and you're like, oh my gosh, are they really this good? What's it? We was in the playing. Yeah, don't say we when we talking about the Lakers because we had to uh, play the Warriors, didn't we? Yeah, but that doesn't count though. Yeah, I mean they did that on purpose. Just, I mean clearly they was doing that on purpose just so they can have an easier. Yeah, it was crazy that Steph almost took them to playoffs last year without. That would have been crazy. Yeah, teams like that, that's crazy. Especially and it also helps teams that that have suffered through injury. They played Mm -hmm. twice, didn't they? They played the Lakers first, and then they had to go against the other team that had went in. And I think that's when they played the Grizzlies. It was Grizzlies, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. I think Grizzlies were in there and then they were playing pretty good and you thought, hey, they might I'm, was it a Grizzlies? I feel it, it like was, it was no, another it, team. No, it was John Morant because when he got into the first round, he played that game really good and everybody's like, Oh snap, he might actually do something. But then I, I can't remember who they played. It was the Who did it on East Side? Do you know who was the East? I don't remember who was playing play playing play team. I remember it was I wanna say the Trailblazers in the first year, but that was in the bubble. Yeah, we we played somebody. I don't remember who it was. Um, but I would like to see the Hornets in the spot like that. But the Hornets are gonna have to get someone else to build around. Uh, we need we need a center, a true center. Yeah, I'm tired of these these Cody these, Zellers and Plumleys yeah. and and and, and Hansbros. The the Whites and the the Jeffersons just at the end of their career. Yeah, we need to straight up get. I don't know who who. What kind of player would you like right now? If there's a center in the league right now that we look, we could get realistically. I mean, I don't see why we don't get Andre Drummond. I mean, I know he clogs the lane, but if it's either someone like an Andre Drummond or, I mean, we don't even need anyone legit. I mean, there's guys these these stretch guys like uh, the Markinens of the league, uh, Brzingis. I mean, there's so many guys like that. What have we gotten a um a uh, what's his name? Shaq in the food star. Javel McGee. Javel McGee. I mean, even someone like that, but I, but, I, but I, can I feel say like it's he's too late for guys like that. Why can't we get someone like that now? Like, but you mean early in their career? Right before, like a Tyson Chandler. Early in their career, yeah. You're right. You see what I'm saying? That's what we have a, a history of doing: is we get players and then we let them go to another team and then they become who they are. It's like, why do we keep doing that? You couldn't I, see that Tyson Chandler was going to be a championship player before, a defensive player of the year before you let him go? Look at, um, what you call it? Um, he's not a center, but um, Ben Simmons? Uh, that, uh, I don't want to talk about Ben Simmons. Yeah. I talk about him enough. He seems toxic now that I look at all the history. In yeah. I, mean, I didn't even know about that history thing. You know about that. You heard about that. Right? Yeah, I mean, I seen his original scouting report, and it's like, Jesus Christ, whoever wrote this can predict the future. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly who he is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense that you would be want, you would want to go to the NBA and say, hey, I'm pretty good. Let me go to the NBA. But then people say, all right, you can be better. And you're just like, nah. Look at how the Knicks are building their team. 
they actually been doing pretty yeah. good. They, I'm surprised. They're gonna be legit. The, the Knicks are gonna be legit this year. I mean, it's official. It's the funny because like you look at what they did, and it makes sense. But then you have Stephen A. Smith. Boy, I like my brother. Stephen A. Smith just constantly bashing him. Oh, the Knicks are doing stupid stuff. Ah, blah 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 blah. And here they are now. They they like they can go to the playoffs. Didn't they almost make the playoffs last year? They were in the playoffs last year. And and he's I think still the Knicks is the team that we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? You had Indiana and Charlotte on the East Coast, Eastern Conference, and then you had Boston and Washington on the Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah I yeah, really yeah. like the playoffs. I do too. Washington ended up winning, and Indiana ended up winning. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Memphis lost to Utah in the first round, right? Yeah. And then, who was who won that? Washington or Indy? Washington won. Yeah. And then they lost to Philly. But was that game close though? No, it wasn't. That series wasn't close, was it? No. Atlanta, uh, New York was close, but uh, Trey Young just. Oh yeah, like Trey Young say, went off last year. If you're in the play, if you're in the playing tournament, you're in the playoffs. See, I don't like that that uh, wording. No, that shouldn't be because like last that. year it was like, all right, the Hornets are in the playoffs, but we were in the playing tournament. Yeah. No, we it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be said like that. That's what threw me off. But, yeah, I definitely see us winning more than 33 games this year. Oh, yeah. I f- yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we might be top five. Wait, let's look in at the it. the East? Let's look at it. Current standings. In the East, what we got. Oh, let's look at what, what it was last year. Last year we had Philly. Um, they They're going to stay in there. The Knicks are probably going to be number two. You think so? The Knicks so are like this. I so think Milwaukee might one. be Philly, too. Number one is going to be Philly again, I think. Uh, no, we're forgetting about Brooklyn and Boston. Uh, so right, Brooklyn, right. Boston, Philly, and Philly has a, a a legitimate shot of not making the top three. So um, Brooklyn, Miami are iffy. They can be top or they can be low. Milwaukee. Oh yeah, we forgot about Milwaukee. So Milwaukee's gonna be number one, right? Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Boston. Yeah, and then Philly and New York. But then again, you got Atlanta. Though. Yeah, so you don't. Yeah, you got so Miami. You, hey, I'm I'm saying this. So I'm saying this. So New York, Atlanta, Miami. I'm saying that we are on par with them this season. You said New York, Miami, and who? In uh, Atlanta. Yes. We can take that fifth spot from either one of them. Yes, yeah. I agree. So Hornets fifth seed possibly. Possible five, yeah. Five and possible. We need to play spades, by the way. Get back to it. Because Boston didn't lose anybody, right? No, they actually got Al Horford back. Okay, so I, I like Boston. Philly. That's what I'm saying. Philly, Philly can drop have or go up. Ben Simmons, but didn't they get he, Andre Drummond? But they don't know he's going to play anytime soon. So it depends on what happens with him. Yeah. yeah. He actually makes and a big difference. And then Brooklyn, I read this then, morning, is talking about moving Kyrie to get John Wall from the, uh, Houston. Oh, they're gonna trade him because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, because he they don't want him to play yeah, only Houston's half the game. Willing to yeah. take Kyrie. That's also vaccine. sketchy because what if they go? What if they get to the playoffs and have to play home games in New York? You gotta be vaccinated to play in New York. But you also have to uh, remember. But Kyrie said, Kyrie said he'd get traded. He's retiring. Well, well, I'm saying like if they, I mean, it makes sense for them to say, "Hey, Wait, Kyrie said that." Yeah. Like <clears throat> technically, or he's not gonna play basketball anymore. 
I mean, he's going to retire until the mandate is yeah. gone. Because it's literally against what he's uh, for. So he said, if he's not, if they move me because of this, I just won't play. That doesn't make sense to me, though. Because he doesn't want, he's doing what you said you have respect yeah. for. Sticking to his guns. Yeah, but if they move him and he can play somewhere else, why would he not play? He can't. He still have to play, like, miss a lot of his games because yeah. you got to go to New York. You got to go to California. Those are the places you can't play unless you got vaccinated, unless you're vaccinated. Ah. Uh, so he just doesn't want to play at all then. Because no matter where he goes, he's going to be the same thing. Right. But at least he can play more home games in Houston. Right. And like I said, if you go to Golden and, and, State... And they're willing to, to pay him... He's basically getting paid double the money because he's only going to be able to play half the games. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's like you go to New York, you go to California, you won't be able to play. So what you going to do in the playoffs when you got to play these teams? Mm-hmm. And is a team willing to risk that? Like what if, what if Houston... Not going to happen. But what if they end up going to the... the um, Houston is... Yeah, Wes. What if they go to playoffs in the first round, play-in tournament? They got to play against Golden State. Any team. I mean, if we're doing numbers, look at the odds. I mean, Any team. four teams in in the West. Then and then there's two teams or three teams in in New York. <clears throat> the Knicks. And the you Nets. need you need Kyrie for that for that for that game. York, right? The Knicks, the Nets. So. No, I'm thinking about football. So I mean. Yeah, you're right. That's I would take that money. That's free money at that point. True. Stick to your guns and get paid more for it. Exactly. That's that, <laughs> I guess that's the way I was looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot shaking up, and and um, but the, it's still, who do who do the Hornets? It's more than just watching everybody fall around you. You got to do something to. You got to do something to to actually play offense. To be fair, though, I don't think he would return. I just think he said it's like nah, it's, I don't, I don't think like oh, not with Kyrie. Ever since Carson Palmer yeah. did it, it's like right. yeah, that's true. I think he'll Listen, just sit out games. If nah, nah, I think, I, I think Kyrie will retire. I think Kyrie. See, that's would, the thing. I respect him. I think he will not play until something happens where the league is like. Hey, you can come back and you we don't you don't have to be mandated. Like, well, I mean, it's it's a North it's a New York and a, and a California thing, so it's it's up to their law. But unless New York and, and California decide, hey, one day, okay, we feel like COVID is not as crazy as it used to be. It's not mandated to have a vaccine anymore. Then he'll come back. But if he got traded right now, and I I, I don't doubt he'll retire for real. And then if there's a possibility to come back, he will. But it may be too late by then, but I think he he yeah. I don't, I don't because doubt him saying you, that. If you, cause when they asked him, he just gave you know gave a Kyrie response about it. Cause like they said, people from his camp said, eh, it's more than likely he would. Then when they asked him personally, he just said, eh, my mask is off. How about y'all? I don't I don't see him. So, I don't see him going to another team and playing for real. Yeah. I mean, cause he went to Boston because he wanted to get out of Cleveland. But when he went to Boston, they had a legit shot of getting to the championship game, and he played. He went to New York. Because he wanted to get to championship and and win. Mm-hmm. Now, who else? I mean, if he goes to like Washington, but it's, right now it's saying if he Houston. goes to Houston, doesn't affect us. It doesn't affect I'm, us, I'm but he the Hornets is as far as yeah, yeah. How we move. It doesn't affect us, but him, he's gonna be like, do you think I'm gonna risk my body? He already has knee issues. 
You think I'm gonna risk my body playing for Houston to not play for a championship game? No, he's not gonna play for a championship now. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But now he doesn't have to risk his body for it. And he's getting paid with prospect. Yeah, he's, he, well, he's getting paid so, to remain. He'll probably of, find somewhere to find him. He's getting paid the remainder of his contract for this year, and he does. He already lost his um, his resigning. Any bonuses that he would have gotten, he's already lost. Well, you that. know, they was going to do that anyway because, you know. Oh, what we look like off. on time? I mean, we could take it. I mean, that's break. my shameless plug is the, the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. All right. I, I want to see them make the playoffs. I, I'm looking at this right now. I feel like. Let's do that then. Win more than 33 really quick. Games. Shameless plug, Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, I, I feel like with the team that we have now, uh, with LaMelo being healthy, and being a year older and more experienced, yeah, thirty three is is our floor. I think that's our floor. Really, that's low. I'm yeah. thinking forty of games one. Or Going in this season, thirty three is our floor. I say forty of games one, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. saying forty. So you think we lose? We automatically we're gonna win thirty three. You're not going to play in, are you? Yeah, I'm. That, I'm looking at that's what I'm using as our as our target. He's, so he basically oh, you're looking at the year. lowest. Yeah. Last year, nah, I'm thinking we're going that, 40. That was our height. I don't think. I think that's our our floor now. The highest is 42. I'm thinking that's we're going 40. Remember. That that's only a shortened season. Yeah, a short season. There's a full 82 this year. So how many games did we play last season? What was that? Uh, I'd say 60. 60. No, what is that? 30. Like 60, 70 something. 70. That's 72. So, so add 10, 10 more games. games. Yeah, 10 games left. So cut that in half. So. At five, so 38. I, I'd do 38. I say 40. 40 is the least. I mean, that's we're, we're not that's, losing. That's talk, we're not man. playing more, less than that. Listen, I got faith in them boys so this year. So you believe in that spot, it'll be Miami this time. Okay, they're 40 and 32 and out. Yeah, I'm, set, I'm saying we're going to be fifth. At, I'm saying fifth or sixth. Yeah, but that, that would mean we'll be 40 and 42. Right? At least the worst. At the worst. That's our worst case scenario, I believe, this season. I could be wrong, okay. but that's why I, I like. I, no, I think that's that's reasonable. Forty and forty-two. Yeah, that's reasonable. This is for my um, my depressing, but I'm still proud of them. Los Angeles Lakers. I went to. Yeah, they look like a mess. Yeah, they were fighting. You sent me that, right? Yeah, they were fighting. Freaking Westbrook playing like trash right now. Yeah, Westbrook. Did you West Brick? <laughs> the flight in um in Anthony Davis, yeah. Mm. Hopefully it gets better as the season goes on. You know it's it's funny. I feel like that team needs better leadership. And I'm not saying they don't have good leadership. I'm saying that the leadership can be better. LeBron and AD has to get their act together before everybody else does. Because you watch the games and you see, like, LeBron and AD not getting back on defense. Mm-hmm. LeBron complaining. AD, what? Throwing his hands up and stuff like that. It's like, what do you expect the rest of the team mates to you know do they, when they look at you, the best players in the league? That body language means a lot. What? I said body language means a lot. Yeah, I'm just saying. And when you do that around, look at Kobe. Kobe didn't do that junk. Kobe went back and played hard, and then he came to the bench and fussed everybody else. You can't fuss anybody else out when you out there not playing defense. Right? They need, like, an actual head coach that's, like, actually going to do something. That's not scared like yeah. LeBron. Right. He yeah. need like let's say Pablo decided to leave San Antonio. 
or Phil to, Jackson. Or like he came back. Someone yeah. who was a bigger name than LeBron James. You know what? I feel like if Pop came there, him and LeBron would probably bump heads. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think mm-hmm. LeBron, at this point in his career, is the coach. And if you bring in a Pop who runs as a legit coach, yeah. like he's not like, oh, I'm, I'm right beside the players. I'm with the guys. He's more of like a, hey, guys, this is what we're doing today. And if LeBron is already that feel like he's in that position, I feel like he might bump his. Has LeBron ever had like a legit strong coach? Yeah. Ty Lue was the best coach he's had, and that's it. And even then, it was like they, was they played together. Miami. I don't really remember anything else. Spolstra was. I feel like Spolstra nah, was. Spolstra just he was, got started when he yeah, got Yeah, he just there. started. He was young, too. Yeah. Like It was like Dwayne Wade's team, yeah. and then LeBron came, and then it was like, all right, we got this big three. Let them do what they're going to do. I don't think LeBron has had a coach in the NBA that's being like a Phil Jackson or a Pop or someone yeah. who's going to like, you know, like Brad Stevens with the with Boston where he calls the shots and stuff. Now, I'm not saying like you always need that in the I mean, NBA. If you but, look at Jordan and Kobe, they did have a coach like that. Yeah, they had the same coach like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but and that's a, always the people that you go to for greatest of all time. They're like Kobe. Or and it's like the Stephen A. Smith thing, you know. If somebody's talking to you, you're like, "Man, you ain't never played this game before." Mm-hmm. But then, if Shannon Sharpshire coach, you're like, "Oh yeah, maybe I, I got you. I understand." Yeah, it's it's like that. And again, it goes back to like the leadership. They need to they need to do that from top down. Coach needs to be a, a good, strong leader, someone who can control the locker room and get the respect of all the players. And LeBron James and AD need to make sure that they can encourage the other players who respect the coach and also to encourage the other players to get in line and get on board with the system. Because, like, we hear about this all the time. Players play, and then one player not fitting in the system or whatever, and then they end up going to another team. The reason why is because they didn't fit with what the team was trying to do, and the team was trying to look for greatness. If you don't fit, you got to go. It's not that hard. Listen, guy, we understand. You don't want to do what we want to do. We don't have no ill will against you but you can't play with us because we're looking for something that you're not looking for. And so, like, LeBron and AD got to get the players, the rest of the team, like, hey, listen, we got a coach. We need to respect him. We need to work together to win this chip. And if y'all can't get on board with that, then I love you, but you got to go because you're not looking for the same thing we're looking for. But when you out there pouting and complaining and getting in arguments on the bench and stuff, like, the argument on the bench, granted, that happens a lot. We get that. That's frustration. That's players, you know, getting passionate about what they love. But when you're not giving your all and then you expect other players to give their all and then you fighting with the other players because one of y'all not giving your all, it's like, what do you expect him to do when you're not doing the thing you want him to do? Yeah. I'm sorry about you, Lakers. I, I think – I think Don't be sorry yet. I mean, you know, no. I, say, I give us by uh, December to get this thing worked out. If not, yeah. I feel like it, you know, it can go two ways. They yeah. can either win the championship or they can end up, you know, barely getting through yeah. in the bubble. The, That's what I said. The summer, normally by December, you kind of know where a team is going to be at by the end of the season. Yeah. That's a good. Point. You know how LeBron is. He always turns it up yeah. for a while, anyways. Uh, after all the years of playing basketball, I kind of noticed that once by December, getting into like uh, All Star weekend, close to that, you already know which teams are about to be. You know what'll happen too, like before. Yeah. The trade deadline, LeBron to kick a couple people on the team. Too. <laughs> remember, remember when he was playing on the Cavaliers and half the whole team was gone? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. He won a ring, too. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got rid of his best friend. He said, Wade, I love you, but you got to go. 
That was crazy <laughs> when that happened. I was like, I can't believe they sent that man. They sh- what, they, did he go back to Miami? Miami? Yeah. Dwayne Wiggins said, listen, King, I ain't going to even hold you. <laughs> I feel you, dog. <laughs> I ain't got it no more. <laughs> yeah, they can turn it around, though. It's, you know, what, two, three games in? So. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so hungry. Yeah, it's time to eat, y'all. All right. Y'all, we had fun. Had another conversation. I hope we can get Riyadh and Isaac here one day and we can jump into some other stuff. But if y'all keep listening, let us know what y'all want. <clears throat> we can fix it up, you know, make the podcast better. Um, Tell us what y'all like, what y'all don't like. We can um, figure out where to go next. But we hope y'all... Uh, stick with us, the storytellers. Do y'all want to tell them like where they can find you, like Twitter, Instagram, or something like that? Man, all I have is Twitter. Supreme Cairo. No, that's underscore. That's the only thing that's the, it's Supreme underscore Cairo. That's the only thing that I'm really on. Are you? Never mind. You, I don't have Facebook or anything, no. Not Why did you not get yet, rid of all that stuff? Video. I just never use it. It was just negative to me. Yeah, I agree. I just don't open it. Not anything that I use to like engage with people. So, yeah, I don't engage with people. I got stuff, but I just don't care for people following me. Yeah, <laughs> I want people to follow this stuff. So, follows on like, uh, dang, I'm terrible at this. We got YouTube, Instagram, um, something else. Anyway, we should, I'll probably like put something here or, um, in the, in, you know, the future episodes, we'll get better at promoting our podcast. <clears throat> but yeah, guys, we hope you come back. Let us know um, what you like, what you don't like. We can get better at this. And hopefully we have some cool, fun things in store that we have ideas for. And um, we're just hoping that we can, you know, get to a consistent basis so we can make this uh, better and more fun. Um, yeah. So like I say, see y'all later. Peace. <laughs>